Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Two Beers Podcast proudly brings to you the number one football podcast in the world, the NFL Go For Two NFL Special Episode 4. Uh, boys, 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 I'm Drew, as we all know. I am the host with the most. I got the charm, the charisma. I got that perfect spiral on my ball that keeps bringing everybody back to listen. I just throw those passes to my co-hosts. They make catches, run for touchdowns, and we score ratings. I got my usual partner in crime, the menace of Monesson, Mr. Jordan White. Jordan! All right, you got it right this week. Let's go, baby. It's going to be a good go, night. Let's go. Let's go. How you doing, man? How you feeling? How you feeling? Saucy, sexy, and satisfied. All these, all these uh, awesome uh, new coaching uh, updates, and uh, you're living in the past. All right, all right. You like how I came up with that on the fly? Saucy, sexy, and satisfied. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, that's some, ja- that's some Jackie Jackie Moon flavor to it. <laughs> love love me sexy. sexy. Everybody love everybody. Oh full man! Of speaking full speaking of, of speaking of saucy, we got the football guy. Teddy Rapentis, baby! Four out of the last five years, the 49ers have been in this position. And seven out of the last 13 years, they've been in this position. For once in my adult life, I just want the 49ers to finish the story. Finish the story. Adrenaline in my son. See if you told me you were doing that, I would have had it ready to go. I'm ready to go, fellas. I'm excited. Oh, and and uh, I got to give J.O. props on that uh, little catchphrase that he just came up with. That was really good. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh, man. And speaking of love me sexy, Mr. Two-Minute Offense himself, the GOAT. In honor of the best coaching hire of the last week, let, let me break it down for you boys. <laughs> Raiders. Real men wear black. black. Let's go. Let's go. All right, boys. Well, without any further ado, let's crack them on the goal line, get this thing in the end zone, and start this up. Ready? Three, two, and one. Omaha! Omaha! Here we go! Ah, man. Go for you. You got a you got a new beer. You seem pretty excited about it in the uh, in the pre-call show. What are you What are you rocking? So uh, I just bought a four-pack, looked interesting in the stores. Uh, Flying Fish Fried Ice Cream Stout. Ooh, Ooh. stouts. Stouts. I got some stouts. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, it's got chocolate, it it's got like? cinnamon, and vanilla. It's, it's a little of everything. Huh. Yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. Wow. Uh, I... Uh... I got I got four cans of this uh, this blue milk uh, Magnify Brewing, so I got to finish them here. Even though I'm not, uh, I didn't really actually understand the concept of a sour since <laughs> Jay, we never we never we never did the actual like two beers beer podcast uh, we were planning on doing. Um, I don't hate it. I just I I it just you know more than little, one at a time is rough. Like I said, I'm gonna make the same joke I made on the pod last night. I've heard it so many times in my life. Just just a little too thick for my liking, but. <laughs> Sure. J.O., what do you got? Well, we're recording this at quarter after 10 because we were waiting on someone to join the crew. Um, and so you could say I'm a little bit of a madman because I'm drinking a Red Bull. Red Bull gives you wings. Red, Red Bull and vodka hold the vodka. 
Love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I extended you like 12 minutes. Uh, Teddy, what do you got? I'm not having beer tonight, but I'm going to shout out. Last night I was at uh, Bolero Snort, Carlstad, New Jersey. Mm. They have a, a – I'll shout out this beer because it was really good. It was, it's called Another Steer Crazier. It was, it's a donut, jelly donut beer, and it was phenomenal. It's got uh, mild tart, sweet punch of berry flavors, uh, raspberry, concord, grape, and strawberry flavor. It was really good. I had that last night. Tonight, just a Schweppes lemon lime seltzer. Schweppes lemon. Schweppes lemon yeah. lime seltzer. Boom. Tori is proud. Absolutely. Love Shout it. out Tori. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, boys, we had Teddy's favorite week in the NFL season last weekend. We got yep. J.O.'s favorite weekend in the NFL season this weekend. Mm. <sighs> We're getting close, close to the finish line. Let's talk about last week. Let's talk about it. We had we had some some good games. Some not. Uh, I actually really only one not really good game. But let's let's start with probably the the least exciting game of the four, which was the first game to kick it off. Lamar Jackson and those Baltimore Ravens. They were they were hosting. Can we just do that for twenty five minutes. They they were hosting everybody's favorite hero, quarterback, son. Basically, he was the uh, – everyone was giving C.J. Stroud the um, – oh, I can't believe I forgot the Paul Walker uh, quarterback in Varsity Blues treatment. God damn it. What was his name? Oh, God. Oh, this is embarrassing. I... Anyway, uh, it, it, they were putting up billboards of C.J. Stroud everywhere and and the Houston Texans. And, my Lord, uh, I, I looked at the stat sheet and saw that uh, Stroud completed 19 passes. I didn't think he completed more than five. Uh, the Ravens defense, they were ravenous. I mean, ravenous. Had him running all over the place. The, the secondary was on their game. Um, couple, 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 like, not even, not even big plays. There wasn't a lot going on for the Texans guys. Um, mm -hmm. couldn't really get the, couldn't get the run game going. Uh, like I know it was, I, I know the, the, the biggest thing, the biggest play of the game for them was a, a special teams, a punt return for a touchdown. Uh, that made the Ravens sweat for a little bit um, in the first half. So I think we were, what, 10-7, I think, to ten, end the first ten, half? 10-10 ten at half. 10-10 at the half. Oh, 10-10 at the half. 10-10 at the yeah. half. And then uh, then the Ravens just went on a tear. Uh, Lamar broke off some 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 big runs. Um, uh, Lively Lively had a couple. Did he have two touchdowns? Yeah, at least one. Had a, two. Uh, real, two yeah, two tutties. Likely had uh, one. Oh, yeah. Lamar one. had two. Lamar had, had two. That's Likely right. and Aguilar had the two had the two pass uh, yes. receiving touchdowns. Yes, and Lamar yes. had the other That's two. Right. And, the other and two. Aguilar, Aguilar was more surprised that the ball hit him and stuck on his helmet than anything else. <laughs> uh, he the, didn't the, catch the, that. The, the ball caught him. The the, the the Philadelphia memes of that guy are just so so awesome. But hey, good for him for uh, you know for for withstanding all that nonsense and uh, still adding value to some teams. Um, and then uh, yeah, so the Ravens ended up pulling away. What was the final? 34-10. Ten. Yeah. And so the the Texans they they don't even get on the scoreboard in the second half. Um, Ted, what were your, what were your takeaways from? Actually, no, go. You you give me the takeaways from this one because we'll let Teddy drive the next game. So uh, I'm gonna. I got some short and sweet stuff here, and it's going to carry over to short my analysis. That's my specialty. Let's go. And it's going to carry over to my analysis uh, in a different game later uh, that we pre preview later. The Texans stayed in this game because in the first half on th 18 dropbacks, 
they blitzed 13 times. That was a 72.2% blitz rate. Lamar was running for his life. He got sacked on multiple occasions. And the Texans went into half 10-10. In the second half, they only blitzed 21% of the time. I don't know why they stopped. Because if you're the Texans, your best opportunity against a much stronger foe is to create chaos. And they were creating chaos in the first half, and they went away from it in the second half. Uh, and they kept trying to you know, run that ball. First down, negative one yard. First down, negative two yards. Uh, Justin Matabike was living in the backfield. Uh, Kyle Hamilton was everywhere. They, they just had no answers. And Baltimore looked like the number one seed it was. And, I mean, there's not much more analysis other than Lamar looked like the MVP that we all think he's going to win. And lastly, uh, Drew, Lance Harbor. Ah, Lance quarterback. Harbor, that's right. Lance. Lance. No, Lance. I just, his, I just, uh, I always found it hilarious, like his dad's face when he sees like her, because he's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm never getting out of this one horse town. Um, who else? Who else wants to dabble in on this game? Just go for it. Go ahead, Jordan. Uh, I mean, it was basically, Gove said it well. It's what I thought it was going to be why I talked Drew out of picking the kid. I, I don't want to, Drew. I, I think we need to pick Kid's going to win. Kid. Kid's going to win. Yeah, so um, it's just it's it's what I thought. I mean, they didn't even score an offensive touchdown. What more is there to say? But, hey, f- I mean, future's bright. Love the coach. Love the quarterback. Uh, they got more picks coming. So, yeah. you know, the arrow is pointing up, as they say, in Houston. Um but now is Lamar's time, so it's it's what now or never, right? I guess I shouldn't right. say never. They theoretically this window's open for at least a couple more years, but hey, it's uh it could be Lamar's time now. Yeah, Texans were kind of in over their head. You knew that coming into this. And uh, no Mark but, Andrews, I guess we should have said that too. We we yeah. kind of thought he might play, and then he didn't play. Yeah. No Mark Andrews. Um, they went into the half ten ten, right? And then in the post game, a lot of the reporters asked, "Hey, Lamar." Who, who stood up and said something to the team at halftime? And Lamar pointed to himself. He said, it was me. They said, what did you say? He's like, I can't repeat it. It wouldn't be right if I repeated it here. So Lamar, leadership, coming out the first drive after the half, the most important drive of any football game, uh, comes right down the field, scores, takes the lead, and from then on, that's it. He, I think he led three straight scoring drives after the game You know, came back from halftime. So he definitely, I'm going to say, felt the pressure. He's kind of been a little more subdued this year as far as when they win big games. He's not really, like, bragging too much or being flashy. He's kind of just, hey, on to the next one. That's the type of guy that he's focused. He's heard all the detractors. He's, he was 1-3 and three in the playoffs coming into this year. He had to prove something MVP-type year. Didn't want the same thing that happened in 19 to happen here, and, I, and I'm impressed with Lamar uh, to put the team on his back and uh, lead them to the victory. Yeah. Uh, that just about does it for the, for the Texans. I'd be curious to see what they try to address in free agency and, um, the draft, you know, mo- I mean, most of their key players here are on rookie deals. Uh, Sa- Saquon's the, the, the trendy name that's kind of been floated out there from, from them. Um, just because they are in a rare spot where their core, their quarter, their quarterback and their, their, be- their better wide receivers are all pretty much making nothing. So you can afford to, you know, take a, take a flyer on a, an expensive running back uh, just go all defense don't waste money on a running back 
Seriously. I mean, look, look, like they they got um, That's what's true. his name? Um, Singletary. 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 Yeah, been, like be, off the scrap heap, and he was fun, fine. Fun, fun, and Damian Pierce is still young enough to yeah, where they true. can figure it out with him. Fun, yeah. fun, fa- fun fact that Singletary's been in the playoffs every year of his career. Five yeah, really. Years. Fun fact. Wow. Yeah, five I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. Um, you know, you know who's going to end up being. I don't know the Mike Tomlin of the running backs. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't uh, kind of. Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, you think? To, to yeah, how, how many? How many times do you see guys like that stay within the division? Like it all happens the all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It happens. Okay. Yeah, Melvin Gordon has played for DeAndre every... Hopkins, right? Hopkins went to the yeah. Titans after playing. I know he was in Arizona, but he used to play for Houston. So. Yeah, Melvin Gordon's played for every AFC West team except the Raiders. <laughs> like it's. No, he's just, been everywhere. They just stay in the division. Joe Flacco's played for every. Uh, no. Every team. He hasn't played for the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's fun. Uh, CJ Stroud, I still love you, uh, even though I was the only one that believed in you last week. You made me look silly, but I still love him. Uh, I just listen. I shut my eyes and I just saw him. Wa- I saw he was he was Lance Harbor. He was walking out of the you know oh, Lance the screen. Harbor baby. He walked out of the screen door with the backwards hat and the uh, you know the duffel bag uh, around his just around his shoulder. I was like, oh man, he's gonna do it. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna, give, he's, gonna, he's, gonna he's gonna beat the Ravens. It's gonna happen. But give anyway. credit to CJ here. CJ was under duress the entire game, running for his life. Took yep. zero sacks. Yep. Yep. Like Derek um, Carr would have been sacked forty three times last game. Yep. So. Uh, all right, brings the Saturday night, Saturday night, Saturday. Teddy's Forty Niners, a touchdown favorite going into the game, playing against the other, the 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 other uh, Lance Harbor est uh, kind of guy here in Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers after they dismantle <coughs> the Cowboys. A lot of rain. Uh, weather conditions yep. were not ideal. Um, I, I think most of us felt like the 49ers were going to win this game pretty comfortably. Didn't turn we all, I think we all, t- we all took, yeah, w- yeah, but I think we all didn't think they'd cover the nine and a half though, right? No. All four of us? No. no. But didn't right. think that it would be. Right, right. We didn't think it would be a three-point game, correct? Wait, um, no. Drew said it was he, that the Niners would cover, and I talked him out of it. Did you? Is that? Oh, I'm yeah. talking about here on the pod. I don't know. What, I don't know about you guys. I don't. You guys, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know what podcast. Uh, I'm talking about the Gopher you're, you're, you're too. I think. You're talking about here, Jo. Where, 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 where? Apparently, I was saying all these outlandish you, things. You, you went these magical for, picks. You went 0 for four last week, Drew. On oh, your picks, and I went. I went two and two. So wait, does that mean Drew is one for nine for the playoffs? I damn. I'm sure, I'm sure he's winning somehow. I don't. Poorly. <laughs> poorly. I win. The, the math is about to start math and real, real fine right now. No. Uh, it worked out great. Um, so Ted, give us yeah. What 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 happened here? So the, the, survive in advance, baby. That's just it. what happened? What what happened? And, um, I, and don't 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 give me the Debo crap. Like what happened here? No, I mean I I don't want to. You guys can hop in here whenever you want. I, but I was you, you you set the stage, man. Set the I was going to say what I what I was thinking was that from the outside looking in. If you kind of just you kind of look at this game and you're like, well, it it feels like the Niners got outplayed just from watching it as the game unfolded. And, and as Brock Purdy was playing probably one of his worst games, I mean, probably a C-minus game for what he's used to, uh, I don't know if the rain was a factor. Steve Young kind of mentioned that on a podcast earlier this week. If you go back to the Cleveland game, he kind of struggled there too. He, ha- he started the game with a glove on, and I think that after one series he took that off, and they were showing uh, replays in between uh, his passes. He was wiping his hand in – 
while setting up to throw the ball. Yeah. So I don't know if the rain had a lot of factors to do with this, but it seemed like Green Bay just dominated time of possession early in this game. Uh, Aaron Jones shredded him. Uh, for a team that does not often allow a team to get over 100 yards on the ground, was especially nine, in the playoffs. Was it, nine, was it nine straight games? It was some crazy number, Something right? in the play – their playoff record for allowing 100-yard rushers is, was, was astronomical. Yeah, it was, I it, forgot I, what it was. But I feel like it was nine. Maybe it it might have been something like It might have been something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they've allowed a couple hundred-yard rushers here yeah, in the regular the play, season. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I meant, I'm, that's why I meant the playoffs. So, Aaron Jones, uh, time of possession, they, were, they dominated. The difference here was – that the Niners D when when it when they got into the red zone, Ben but don't break. They held them the field goals, right? Yeah. Uh, every single time Green Bay got down there, uh, you know, last week against Dallas, the week before in Dallas, they were scoring touchdowns. This yep. time, it was key. The Niners held them the three. They got the fourth and inches stop. That was a huge turnover mm-hmm. there. Wow, the Niners, mm-hmm. yeah, that was also debatable. Could have gone either way. I think uh, if they. I don't, I don't. I just don't know what you they saw. Like in, in all honesty, though, I, the, the Niners probably still would have held them to a field goal. <laughs> right. So uh, they come down and score the touchdown after that, which was much needed. But Brock for three and a half quarters uh, was very subpar. And obviously, look, I know we're not going to pin everything on Debo, but he's the catalyst to this offense. When he was not playing this year, they were 0-2. We saw how much of a difference it makes when he's not in there. Saying that, guys like Jawan Jennings uh, stepped up. When, when they were called upon, he had five big catches. George Kittle had, had a big game. Um, and then Christian McCaffrey, uh, I noticed every single time after every series, he was going on the sideline, he was getting his massage, he was using the massage gun, he was coming off that calf, that hammy. He had about 20 days off. This entire team didn't play the final week of the season on top of the bye. So really they were coming into this game with about 20 days rest. Do you want to blame rustiness? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to blame a, a team as good as the Niners. I don't want to say, hey, they were rusty coming into this thing. But kudos to Green Bay for controlling the clock, shredding the Niners on the ground, something that doesn't happen too often. But you got to give credit to the Niners' D for holding them to field goals. And then uh, in, in, on that final drive, I mean, I want, to, I want you guys to get in here and give, us, give me your thoughts before we yeah. talk about the final drive. But what do you, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I, it was it was interesting. One, I, I think Shanahan, had he lost that game, like obviously he wasn't getting fired and he would not be on the hot seat, but had no. they lost that game, um, there would have be been question marks. There would have been some serious questions about sure. underutilizing Christian McCaffrey. Forget like just the fact that they would have lost as a seven point favorite. Right. Like go through almost through the entire third quarter until he broke off that that huge touchdown thanks to a couple of illegal block in the backs that we don't have to talk about. Um like McCaffrey was barely he he had eleven touches. Like what? It's raining out. Your quarterback clearly is on car. He, Brock Purdy fears rainstorms the way Josh Allen <laughs> fears coin coin tosses. Okay, um, yeah. like it, it, you run the ball. Like you you are made to run the football, and they yeah. just weren't doing it. And I don't I don't really understand why because it's not like Green, Green Bay. Like, he was getting like yards. Like he was getting yards at a clip. Like was he averaging nine yards a carry? No, but like they were getting positive plays every time that he, he touched the he ball. He averaged five point eight in this game, so that's yeah, pretty wild. Damn good. So I'm just like, what are, what is he doing? Like what is what is what is this like a thing where Shanahan like turns into Andy Reid, like where he just <laughs> refuses to run the ball in the playoffs now? Like I, right. I don't know. I just couldn't couldn't understand what was going on. Um, but you're Purdy right, was like, missing wide open guys too. Yeah, Purdy and was it, it, made some bad reads. Yeah, and it's funny that you say like, oh, uh, you know, you would think that the Niners got outplayed. It, it was just really weird though because. On Tua, uh, they they had I think the Packers had four or five big plays in this game. Three of them, 
the Niners cornerbacks or D backs just just slipped fell. and fell. Yeah, they definitely fell. on two yeah, of them. They yeah, they just yeah, slipped they, and they, fell. It's not like Love, yeah, Jordan Love didn't make some incredible throw. He had one really, really sweet throw. The sideline throw to Dobbs. To Dobbs, which was really, really good. Amazing um, throw. Yeah. Then there and then there was the pass interference. Like that was I Oh God! Don't get I, I couldn't believe that. they called that because God knows that I've seen tons of plays where that that exact thing happened and they didn't throw a flag on it um, because the guy turned his head. So you're allowed to do whatever you want once you turn the head. Um, right. But they called that, and then the special teams, the special teams play, where which yeah. is insane that the special the guy, teams blunder, the guy fumbled yeah. the, the guy the guy the guy breaks off a 60 yard return, and then fumbles the ball, and somehow is end up ends up getting the ball back, which was the nuts. kid the kid who made the play for Green Bay, a phenomenal recovery. Yeah, really. Way. So like. Yeah, like it's, it, it was just like a weird thing. Like I didn't feel like the pack. You're right. Like it didn't feel like the Dallas game where the Packers were just even with the touchdown. They could like, they could have ran away with it if they scored touchdowns instead. Yeah, of field pretty goals. wild. And I, I agreed. I I, mean, I think me and Gopher were on the same page that you take the point, you take the points on that first drive where they couldn't get in. Right. And I think we were both on the same page to go for it on that fourth yeah. inches. Um, and yeah. I I I, th- I thought that I thought that it was pretty clear that they got it. I, I mean, I know it was close, obviously, but like I I. I thought that you could clearly see that love. Um, what did they call it on the field? What did they first call it on the field? Yeah, they, they called it short. Yeah, okay, so that was okay. Yeah. And it, if it was called it. the other way, they would have kept. If they was called yeah. the other way, they would have kept it. Yeah, and it then um, those. and then you saw, and then later later in the game, another again, another uh, way more obvious that he he got the first down on the court, the quarterback sneak. Right. But then they had they had to challenge it. Um, and yeah, I guess I so it was. I was like, like they're not. I just didn't get the feel and like the vibe. Like I, I was never. I the, the only time I was like you, Ted. The only time I really got worried was when, when Jones ripped off. When that Jones run. ripped off like that fifty-yard run, and I'm like, oh my god, like this. And that set up the the Carlson. Now he's been the worst kicker the all miss. season long. He's missed more than any other kicker in the league. There you go. And um, he's a rookie. The history so. of the league. Yeah, and the only other person was the Pats rookie that they drafted in the fourth round. Uh, was it Chad Ryland? Was also up there. Like the two rookies were the worst in the league by far. Yeah, but Andrews right. Carlson, it's not Big just time the field goals. He, yeah, he, he choked on uh, extra points all year. And he, mm-hmm. here's the other thing. I honestly like. You're right. The 49ers were slipping, but I think Bo Melton with that fake bubble. The reason that the safety slipped there is because he got burned, and Melton his ankles got snatched. Yeah, the, Melton would have <laughs> caught that ball anyway. Yeah. Here, here's here's the difference in the game. Jordan Love made two mistakes. Both of them were intercepted. Yep. Brock Purdy made two mistakes. Both of those balls hit the ground. And, like, yeah. Darnell Savage early on could have – what was it, first drive, second drive? Could have picked off first, the ball. I think the first drive. Like, I think the like first that drive. Like, imagine the sphincter tightening that would have happened throughout San Francisco. I don't even know what their stadium's called hey, my, anymore. My, so sphincter, was, so my sphincter was tight the entire game. So. Yeah, but, like, they – that ball has to get caught. It's the playoffs. Yep. And Green Bay dropped one against Dallas. They dropped one against San Francisco. And when you're facing a team that's much better than you, when you're facing the number one seed on the road, you have to cut the head off the snake. You can't let them hang around. And, Teddy, you're right. You're Hanging you're, around. He's got alligator blood. <laughs> uh, you're 100% right. Purdy played like crap for the first three and a half quarters. He had one good drive, but it's the only one he needed. So, yeah, final drive. And – and I think all of us thought, up, oh, they left Love two minutes. Yeah, he's got, he's gonna do this. And on, I don't first know if down, I thought that. I, 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 I definitely, didn't. I definitely didn't think that. I was like, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, the Niners win. He's gonna this. be well, that. He'll be that eventually. I, think. I, I well, thought, I, I thought at worst maybe they would, maybe they would, maybe they would get it, maybe they would get enough distance to actually get to attempt a field goal. But then I, I 
You'd have to get it. You'd go into overtime. Well, um, like, we kept harping how young this team was, and yeah. that was right, – right. I mean, granted, he's been in the league for four years, but Drew keeps saying this is basically his rookie season. That's a rookie mistake. You can't throw the ball across your body well, and, in pouring rain. Yeah. And on first down on the 38, like, you can't do it. You, Brett Favre. It wasn't fourth down. Fourth down, I get it. You got to make a play. Something's got to happen. You can't throw that ball out of bounds. First down, throw it away. Live to fight another day. You still have, what, two timeouts left? Yeah. It was just, like, Love knew it the second he let go of it. Greenlaw, I have no idea what Greenlaw was doing trying to return that kick. He I said he, after the game that – I know he promised that, Fred Warner that he yeah, had one. But Fred Warner I, called it Fred on the sideline predicted them. it. Yeah. Fred Warner should have <laughs> run him down. And Warner predicted that, hey, you're going to – you're gonna get another yeah. pick, and you're gonna you're gonna house it. Yeah. So Green, he's Green, what Green, an idiot. Green, Greenlaw took Green, Greenlaw took the uh, took the points, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he was doing, guys. Let's let's, yeah. let's not sugarcoat that. Uh, What's uh, you know what was George even worse say? than Ted? I, I gotta say, yeah. like, I thought the biggest backbreaker, even though I, I don't think the Niners scored off of it, I, I thought the first interception actually really started to swing swing things. Because that's he he it was uh it was the, the Musgrave, Jordan the right? first Jordan Love interception yeah the first Jordan Love interception yeah it, he he throws he throws that way behind Musgrave so it, it goes off Musgrave's hand so people would be like ah oh, yeah they were up twenty one fourteen at yeah that like time. that that like that was that was all on Love he threw that ball just so far behind him to, yeah. to try to make a play like if he hits him in stride like he gets a first down and the maybe they don't score but again like. Well, tick, tick, Musgrave tick, had tick, tick. Musgrave had yards in front of him. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's was, what I'm saying. There was open. You, you're field. at least you're getting a first down and tick 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 tick. Like the clock's going. Like you're putting yourself in position. And then they gave the Niners a short. Field. I can't. I can't remember what the Niners did off of that. I, I don't think they oh, off the interception they got a field goal. They got a field goal off it. So like yeah, that, off like, of both the uh, off the Jordan Love fourth and inches they got the TD, and then yeah. off that first interception they got a field goal. So they got points off both turnovers. Yeah. So that was yeah. So that like, I, I that was machine. where I I thought was pretty pretty critical. And again the. Right. So like, hey, listen, it, we we can blame the kicker all we want, but at the end of the day, the Niners still had a chance to go back down and to and and win the game. And yeah, and Jordan Jordan Love did, made the number one mistake that quarterbacks don't make is throwing throwing across your body across field and yeah. end of the game. Before I get to the final drive, I want I want to hear some of Jordan's takes on this game. Uh, I gotta yeah. be honest, <clears throat> I at no point. Thought the game was in down in doubt for the 49ers. Wow, I just the only if I don't like I know like Debo going out like was kind of like oh what are they going to do now? But the fact that it happened early enough where they had some time to kind of digest it and figure out what was working. Like if that injury happens in a tight game like middle or late third quarter, I, I. I don't know. There's, not, there's, like, not enough time to compose yourself, but, like, they kind of, like, crapped their pants a little bit, composed themselves, and then they started putting drives together. And I know they were down late, but, like, I'm like I, – I I honestly never didn't even realize that Brock Purdy never had a, a, a late-game comeback because – I yeah. just I just never doubted no, it. No, Shanahan – Shanahan's teams have never had one. 0-31. I, did, yeah. I didn't even realize that. I was like, this is this is in the bag. Like, th- like that – like – Green Bay's just not – they don't have that kind of defense. Uh, and the Niners still have big play guys all over the field. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan Love, I you know, I thought, I thought well, may, maybe the Niners' defense is the, is the one that cracks. But Jordan Love just – somebody like somebody said, he kind of had that Brett Favre in him and just kind of 
pulled out some nonsense, and I was like, yeah, that, I, <laughs> it honestly kind of went the way I, I, I expected. So uh, sorry I don't have any other more, no, that's great. any I more mean, ana- I, analysis, but, like, I just – I just expect the nine. Like, this is the Niners' year. I'm. I, I. I just. This is just. It's just happening. I wish you could send some of those good vibes my way, man. Because I'm sitting on the couch, edge of my seat. I'm like. I know those. you. You. You were like sweating <laughs> it out, and you were like, I, I just had three shots. I'm like, oh my god. Teddy when told I went, us, well, Teddy told us he was going radio silence for the what game. Did you, where, first, first off, what did you, what did you take three shots of? And since oh, I think it, it was at the end of the game. It was at the end of the game. But what do you, what do you, you don't, what even alcohol or what liquor do you actually have in your house? No, so I was at, I was at my parents watching it, watching oh, it with my gotcha. mom, oh, okay. and uh, I'm like, what Greek liquor do you have right now that we could just let me take a shot? And it was uh, some Greek whiskey or wine or some shit. I don't Perfect. even remember. Perfect. But it, oh, oh, there goes my one curse for the podcast. No. Sorry. But, uh, all right, so the last drive, you guys said it. Purdy never had a game-winning drive. Shanahan trailing by five or more in the second half, uh, going into a fourth quarter. They were 0-31. What does Brock Purdy do? Puts it all behind him. Says, you know what? These three quarters sucked. I'm going to man up. I'm going to have a good drive here. Jawan Jennings, seven yards. McCaffrey runs for a couple yards. The big one to me, Brandon Ayuku having an all-pro year. Kind of was shut down in this game. I think he only had like three catches for 30 yards or something like that. The, probably the biggest catch because it's a shoestring catch where the Green Bay defender kind of gets his arm right in the middle of where the ball is, and somehow Ayu comes up with it. He actually made a really nice big one earlier in the game too, like kind of yeah. a, a, a pass that was thrown at his feet that he got somehow. The, big, the other big catch, Chris Conley, a guy who I – don't even think had more than 20 catches for the 49ers this year. He might not even have 10 catches for the Niners this year. To the, They finally attacked outside the numbers. That was a big thing I noticed, too, in this game. Purdy wasn't really attacking outside the numbers. And and this pass was right. 17-yard uh, pass to Conley, which then the next pass was the Kittle drop, which was uncharacteristic of Kittle. But then he hits Kittle right after that. Then the next set sets up the McCaffrey uh, touchdown run. No, I'm sorry. Let me no, see here. A Purdy scramble in there. Purdy, yeah, the Purdy scramble is what I forgot Big about. Play. That was which the was I think. Play. Yeah, yeah, that was, was which down. I think. Yeah, that was the biggest play I think for him. Maybe not in his career so far, but in this drive, in this game, a guy who's not really known for scrambling to come to to have the wherewithal to say, you know what, my my options aren't there. My check down isn't there. I'm just going to pick this up on my feet. He gets that. Sets you know up what he? McCaffrey. You know what he did, Ted. What did he, he do? He took what, what the, the defense, defense gave him. Yes, and, we're and gonna, when we talk about Josh gonna, Allen, we're, 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 ah, just you don't have to spoil it. Do we? <laughs> yeah, I, you, we could we could have just done that subtly. God damn you, Teddy. Damn it's you. All right. It's okay. It's okay. We, everybody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> and that sets up the McCaffrey touchdown. So there, during that entire drive, I'm just like I'm watching this. I'm like, all right, here comes the Purdy like interception because I've seen it a couple times this year. Uh, no, the Cleveland game, he got him in field goal range. But the Minnesota game, the Cincinnati game, Baltimore, he had a pretty bad game. I'm like, something's going to happen here. He's going to have some kind of a misread, thrown interception. But it didn't happen. I was elated. Brock finally has the monkey off his back. He's got a game-winning drive. As a Niners fan, I think you got to be confident in that, okay, if this situation arises, once again, we could say he can do it. Kyle Shanahan finally has that off his back, too, that he can – Finally say I got a win in the fourth quarter when I'm trailing by five or more. So I was all excitement when they scored that touchdown. And then after that Greenlaw interception, I was just – felt like a 1,000 pounds was lifted off my chest. So good stuff, man. Uh, yeah, that was their bump. 
that was their bump, and they uh, they. You had to win it. games like this. You you're not going to win every game front running, being ahead by double digits. What's going to happen when you're trailing? You got to go win one. They did it. They finally have a game like that under the belt. They needed it. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, uh, but you know, it's not a uh, you know we people out there are going to just completely discredit what Brock Purdy did in that game. It wasn't really him leading that uh that touchdown That's, drive. They say people. what they want to say. Yeah. Um. All right. Sunday, the game I watched the absolute least amount possible on because I just had <laughs> I had no juice for it. But when I when I did when I did put the game on, all I know is my guy Sun God was destroying Gibbs. I may be taking him with the second pick in a fantasy draft now. Love this kid. Um, just some really young explosive players here on uh, on the Lions that were really making a difference. Uh, yeah. You three chop it up. I again, I I only I just, I had it on, but I really wasn't watching it. But again, I I would I would turn around and then, and then of course, my my always my go to my my ride or die Mike Evans uh, with some pretty pretty amazing catches in the game as well. Um, somebody somebody roll. I don't care who takes it. Just Jo, you want to leave this take one me off? There. Jo uh, didn't even watch this game. Uh, uh, I, I no, I I missed I missed chunks of it because of my niece's baptism. Yeah, so. so. Got yeah, it. You, you go ahead. Jay is right. just, just here to do the tech, guys. Jay is not here to add tech. <laughs> go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I was gonna say I, I come in, I quip, and you guys, you guys roll with it. But well, hey, hey, yeah, you guys take it because I, I, I don't, I don't have much to add. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell the story as like. Oh, that's a right. I was over, I was over at my sister's house. Sorry, Goof. Yeah, that's right. So I, I did see chunks of it. I, but I did miss pieces of it. Yeah, Mike Evans was fun to watch. Sure the, was. There's there's a narrative every year, and it goes with all the NFL draft analysis every April of who you can and who you're not supposed to take in the first round of a draft. And there are premium positions, obviously quarterback. You got your offensive tackles. You got your defensive ends. You got your wide receivers. And Detroit last year decided in their first two rounds where they had four picks to ignore all of that. They started off with a running back. The cardinal sin, the big no-no, it's a waste of money, they're not going to pay off. And Jameer Gibbs looked like the smartest investment in the draft. 8.2 yards per rush, and he left Asante Samuel flat-footed at midfield. He looked so good. Jack Campbell's had an up-and-down year. Middle linebacker, again, not supposed to take a middle linebacker in the draft. Bad pick. Hey, he made a, I think he made seven tackles last game. Uh, Sam Laporta. Well, I mean, why are you guys taking Laporta? Michael Mayer's rated higher. That was a bad pick. Laporta, seven catches, 55 yards, and he's been the best tight end of the season. And then lastly, well, I mean, safety. You, you wait on safety. No, no, no. You take Branch, and I think he had one sack, and he was flying all over the field. Detroit knocked its draft out of the park by just ignoring everyone and going, we think these are the best players. They fit our system. And that was the narrative of the game. Their draft has carried them all year. They nailed those picks. And now they're going to the NFC Championship game. Goff was fine. Sun God was great as always. But it was those rookies that really stood out throughout the game. And then uh, Detroit got a couple other, you know, defensive stops. A, a blitz here, a blitz there. Aaron Glenn called a good defense. And... Uh, they held off the uh, fight in Baker Mayfield. So that that's my brief analysis of the game. And uh, just one little fun fact for you betters out there. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, every week 
they post what the over under what his longest run is going to be, and it's usually like fourteen and a half, fifteen and a half yards, something along along those lines. He has gone over that twelve out of the last fourteen weeks. Wow! So you want to so have a little a little fun bet. bet out there? It's 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 not the McCaffrey every week touchdown bet, but that's <laughs> it. It's it's been paying me off pretty well, and guess what? I'm taking again this week. So, Ted, Teddy, you want to want to jump in? Drew, Drew, what do you make of the C.J. Gardner-Baker uh, back and forth all week? I, I know C.J. W- w- said if the Bucks had a good quarterback, that might be going somewhere. <laughs> he's just and like – he's he's dude, I, and, I, 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 again, I, I miss him in Philly. His agent fucked that up. Uh, I, I think I'm well over my uh, my limit for the week. But um, he did he just he, – he's just got like – He a, tossed that interception right back to Baker too. Well, he's just got a swag to him, man. He makes plays right. like – you just you need that sometimes in a defense, especially one like Detroit's that isn't very good. Like it's just a guy that makes plays and like just is just gonna say whatever he wants to try to get into the head of the offense. Like I I, I love right. it. I, I'm I'm you know me. I'm all I'm all about flashy wide receivers and uh, and shit talkers out there. So give me give me uh, maybe that maybe the Eagles can bring it back. No, I, I love it too, man. Look, I think both quarterbacks played played really well. Well, and then you know, some guy, hold on, and then some guy did the Baker dance when he scored the touchdown, which is great. He did the Baker <laughs> Cleveland Browns dance. Yeah, I rem- I saw that. I remember that. No, I, I think uh, we we knew that the story was the Lions. They're pr- they're really good against the run. They're going to get shredded up on, in the pass, and and Baker threw for three hundred forty nine yards. So I mean, that Stafford threw for like three three fifty plus last week, the week before too. So. Somehow the Lions were able to, to uh, survive and defeat both of these teams. And, uh, look, Jared Goff's a different quarterback when he's home, when he's in the Dome. He's, he's a, I believe he's like a 75% passer when, he, when he's playing at home. And most of his touchdowns always come there. But Gibbs and Montgomery, the one-two punch, when, when Gibbs is playing that, well, the electricity, to be, able, to be able to have a weapon like that that can score anytime he touches the ball just gives this offense such another element. Yep. And for a game that was really tight, you know, it ended up being, hey, the Lions defense came up with with a couple big plays. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, I believe, uh, was was pretty good in this one. He had the sack, the big sack in this one. Uh, so you got to give credit, though, to Tampa Bay for getting this far, for even being in in, in a position to get to a conference title game. I, I think they got something there with Baker uh, if they keep all the offensive pieces together. But yeah, Lions, man. million in cap space, so resigning Boom. people like Evans isn't that big of a deal. Right. Like, I will. I will be so sad if there. Well, the early rumors are that he's gonna go play for the Panthers, and I will just be so sad if he if he wastes like the end of his career going to that team. I'll be so Who? sad. Mike Evans. Oh, Mike I, Evans. I, 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 gonna, I don't see it happening. I can't I just, see that happening. I, I'll be. It, it, it'll be like what's his face? Who, who's who's my my dude that they signed this year? Um, Thielen. Yeah, like yeah. he he said he was sitting there making a comment about how he doesn't have too many years left and wants to win a Super Bowl. It's like yo, bro, you you signed with the Panthers. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like what are you doing? I mean, granted, some asshole picked them to win that division this year, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but between Sun God and Laporta, seventeen receptions between yeah. those two guys. I mean, we we see who who are the playmakers on this offense, and you just got to give Dan Campbell and these guys credit. They they come off an emotional. First playoff game in 32 years, first playoff victory in such a long time. And, you know, you, you the doubts creep in like, oh, hey, it's going to be a letdown. Is it going to be a letdown? But that home field 
really really uh, carried the Lions to uh, to this victory, man. And good for them for getting this far, getting to an yeah. NFC title. And then, game. and then obviously, and then obviously, the the biggest thing of the game was uh, our debate over uh, the Buccaneers' decision to go for go for two down fourteen, which I yeah, just, the analytical I, I talk. Just, yeah, I, I still don't care. I, I still think uh, it's stupid. Yeah, um, I agree. It's still stupid. Yeah. I think it's stupid. After it was explained to me, I, I, I kind of saw some breakdowns of why they would do this and what the reasoning is. I, I understand now more of the math aspect of it, but personally, I still think, look, why you have a better opportunity just to play it safe, right, and, and at least take it to overtime. So, You've been going back and well, forth. Well, it's not even – again, it's not even playing it safe because if you kick, when you kick the field, kick the field goal, like – if you score again, you can be ballsy and just go for the win for two. Like you could it's do that like, too. I, and and at so, that point, at that point, like you'd have the Lions. You want to talk about sphincters type tighten it up? Can you imagine <laughs> how tight that defense would be if yeah. you were like, "Fuck it, we're going for two right now to, to win, win the game." game. Like yeah. just the just just the overall like, there's way more chance I think that that somebody on that Lions defense would make a mistake at that point than when you're up 14 points and two touchdowns and you're more. I, I think you're just a little bit. You, you get a little. You're mm-hmm. a little bit more locked in. That's so. I, I think you. here's where the analytics don't have a clue. And it's the fact that the overtime rules are now changed for the playoffs. And we still have yet to see an overtime playoff game since the rules have been changed, which I'm begging for one. But in the regular season, you might not touch the ball. Weak sauce. You simply just might not touch the ball if you lose the coin flip. They're, you know, Josh Allen's biggest fear. But in the playoffs, you now have to touch the ball. So I agree. Going for tying the game there to go to overtime isn't a bad thing because you're guaranteed to get the ball again, whereas yep. in the regular season you're not. So I just don't think the analytics and have did the analytics out the aspect. And do the analytics take into account like if you're actually good at, at converting <laughs> for two? Like that's true. No. Well, again, I'm sure every team and, has and their again, own like, total numbers, yeah. and I'm sure every single team is doing the well. We like this play against this defense. This worked all week. Whatever it is, we saw something on film. I'm sure that's what's going through their head yeah. the well, whole and, time. But, like, in the past, we always used to be like, oh, that guy used his gut and went for two, and they got it. He's got balls. And now it's like, well, the analytics say go for two. Well, that's stupid. Like, you can't. we used to celebrate it when we didn't know any better. And now that we know mm, better, it's like, Nobody nah, used to, to go for it, though, like, for the – when you to make it six. People would only go for it, like, hey, at the if, end of the if, game. If the, if the uh, go for two thing – uh-huh. Shout out to the pot. Didn't happen this year. Uh, Miami has the two seed, and they're not in Kansas City in freezing temperatures because Vrabel got the two and then kicked the extra point to not to. Uh, I could, I could, I could probably come up with like five, five more, more uh, egregious reasons to why the Dolphins ended up having to <laughs> having to play in uh in 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 Kansas City. Other than that, but yeah, I, I get you, I get your point. Oh, um, and uh, and Green Bay's in the playoffs because they did the same thing against the Falcons. So it there there are situations where it has benefited teams. It's just I don't think the playoffs is the place. Didn't to do didn't it. they also do it against the Giants and lose though? The Packers. Well, they lost. They lost because uh, the Giants won by three. Like they, they got the, they, they, they got they got they got defeated. But anyway. Um, it's fine. Like I listen, I, I get it. How about I just... the Lions' defense? I mean, they they everyone expected the the Rams to run all over them. They hold them to twenty three points. Now against the Buccaneers, who were hot, who not, don't have a great offense, but Mike Mike Evans is cooking, and you know they hold them to twenty three again, which 
is is a you know is a fair number. It's not it's not a low number, but it's not a high number either. It's a yeah. for a defense who has let up some big numbers this year. Um, they basically held the line enough to give their offense a chance to pull it out, and that's oh, that's what happened. Jordan, Absolutely. just you wait. I have some statistics for you later when we do our game preview. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh. Ooh wee. Let's 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 get in. Let's get into the the main event. I mean, Drew, you've been you've been teasing us all week on the uh, group text that you you have something for this. Josh, so I... Josh Allen, Patty Mahomes, uh, another another great game. I I, I think pe- people that were trying to say this game was 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 better than um, two years ago. I, I'm like, I completely disagree. I'm like that that game two years ago was just fucking incredible. Um, yeah. The explosive plays and just just you you saw guys just like. Uh, show off their skill sets in such a way like when Tyre when, when the Bills went up with like I don't know a minute 25 and you thought it was over and then Tyree Kill just busts one uh, because he's the cheetah Drew, like, Drew loves when guys show off their skill sets and just bust one <laughs> that's where you should have went with that one um, but yeah like it was awesome and then all the everything that happened after it uh, you know it was it was interesting um, the Bills had a lot of injuries on defense um you know, from 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 the Steelers because they're all dirty and they hurt these guys apparently. Um, and the, the the Chiefs have never they've never been more vulnerable. I'm not gonna say weaker because they still were an 11 win football team and still have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Um, Kelsey's been off. You know, it, it was just it was everything was in the Bills' favor. They were home. Um, you know, the only thing they didn't have was Gabe Davis. That's it. Who listen? Even when Gabe Davis plays, there's a likelihood that he's gonna have zero catches anyway because that happened like five times this year. Um, they ran the ball. The Bills. They were, you know, they came out. They looked. They looked sharp in the first quarter. Uh, died down a little bit in the second quarter. Um, the Chiefs were taking advantage. the The third quarter, I thought the Chiefs really, really started to cook on the Bills' defense. And again, the, the Bills' defense has a ton. They haven't been great all season, but like they, they were just decimated, especially at the linebacker position. Um, got you know, um, Pacheco had a really good game. Uh, Scantling had some clutch catches. Scantling couldn't catch anything all year, and now he's coming up making these uh, these ridiculous Mar- Mario Manningham Mario Manningham type uh, type catches in the uh, in the playoffs, which is pretty wild. Uh, and then it, it came down to we we get to the fourth quarter. Uh, the Bills Bills go for a fake punt to Demar Hamlin, and some of the Disney jokes I thought were pretty wild. Um, but uh, like they were trying to do a Disney movie with a fake punt to Demar Hamlin. Uh, couldn't understand that play. Uh, the Chiefs, they, but the Chiefs can't take advantage because of our favorite rule, where the offensive player fumbles into the end zone. It's a touchback, and the def- the, the the Bills get the ball, which I I don't have a problem with the rule. Everyone that bitches about no. it, I'm like, I, it's a good rule. I, it's fine. Like it's fine. I got. I don't know. That's what's it's football. Don't 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 fumble the ball. <laughs> don't fumble the ball in the back of the end. Like why should the offense get it down to twenty? Like like what's what's the what's the justification for that nonsense? Um. Anyway, uh. And then listen. Then the Bills. The Bills had the ball. They got the ball back with what seven seven and change. I think left in the Believe game. So yeah. Um. Yeah. First first play. They come out. Uh. Allen throws. Uh. A sixty yard bomb. To, with the um, flick of a wrist, man, he's got a yeah, cannon, cannon of an arm. Uh, to uh, to Diggs, um, and 
mm. Diggs just can't, can't make the play. Like, I, I don't think it's as easy as a catch as everybody made it made it made it to seem. Um, Definitely yeah. not easy, but he's made it's those a catch catches the, it's a, when you're when you're when you're one of the highest paid receivers in the league. You have to catch that ball. Yeah. Um, it wasn't this like dime throw, like like oh my god, like how did he drop a wide open pass? Like it was, like, it was. Listen, it was an awesome throw, and Diggs he, he needs to come up with that football. Um, that doesn't work, and then they go back to the methodical game. They run the football. Uh, you know, Josh Allen. You know, he was he made some really really sensational throws. The big key was the big thing in the game was the the Bills didn't have a play over what fifteen yards, I think. Um, yeah. The entire game, and the Chiefs had the Chiefs were the team the team that struggled offensively all year. They had tons of big plays throughout the game, um, and but the Bills were like it, it got to the point now where the Bills were just chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. They get down, um, I think it, they got down to like the 30, 30 yard line, maybe ish, um, with about two twenty left, and they get a fresh uh, a fresh set of downs. Um, they run a play. And they get, I think, two yards. And we're all, we all, I think we almost all texted each other at the same time. Let this go to the two minute warning. Don't snap the ball to the two minute warning. And that's what they did. It was like, oh my god, like they're they're gonna they're they're gonna they're not gonna let Pat Mahomes get the ball back. And like, basically, what the Niners were doing against yeah, the Packers. It's like they're they're we're not trying gonna, to they're, do. Yeah, yeah, they're not gonna let Mahomes isn't gonna get this ball back. Like they're because the the Chiefs had two timeouts left. Um, and they were. It's like yeah, they're just gonna keep methodically just. Go because the, the the as good as the Chiefs defense played during the game, like they were again, they were they were giving up short stuff, and it's like, oh man, he's, it's it's gonna happen. Um, then the very first play out of out of two minute warning, uh, you know, Allen Allen has has digs kind of just tra- or he's he's cutting yeah, across, stre- streaking across, streaking across, across the middle of the field, across the middle of the field, streaking. Everybody's doing it. Um, and they all, but they also, he also had Shakir who got by his, by, by, I guess it was by the safety and the cornerback was a couple of steps behind him. And the, as the pockets collapsing, he went for this very, very similar to the touchdown he threw, um, two years ago to put the bills ahead with whatever it was, 16 seconds left. Um, but it was, it was just a tough throw. And with the pocket collapsing, Allen wasn't enough to get, wasn't able to get enough on the throw. And he had Diggs wide open. Like does, Diggs might not have gotten a first down on that play, um, but Diggs definitely he gets eight yards, and now it's third, third and two, and you're in four. You're probably you're not necessarily in four down territory, but you're you're getting close to that with the Buffalo bobsled that works for them eighty something percent of the time. Mm-hmm. That you're probably going to go for it to keep going. And the other big factor is tick 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 tick. Like the clock's going to go. Either the Chiefs are going to have to take a timeout, or it's just going to keep going. Um, and then on third down, again, like Allen, you know, they snap the ball. They're they're not running it. They're going to throw the ball. Um, you know, couple couple of receivers. I think it was Kincaid. I, I can't. I, I wanted to go back and actually check um, who it was, but I just I, I just couldn't see it on the replays. Had a couple of receivers that were in the middle of the field, like open, and he's just staring down the end zone and throws a ball out, basically outside the back of the end zone. Um, fourth down, so they go for the kick to. To tie the game but again, this is to tie the game, not to win the game. With about a minute, I think there was a minute forty-nine. So they only after after taking six minutes off the clock, they only took eleven seconds after the two-minute warning. Um, and uh, Bass Bass goes wide right on the kick, and uh, yeah, that was pretty much all they wrote. Now, granted, again, they they could have maybe defensively stepped up and made a stop, but Pacheco, I think two Pacheco runs, and and that sealed the game. Um, 
Everybody's going to blame this kicker. Bass, 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 bass. Digs, digs, digs. This is why Buffalo lost the game. Ready for this? Andy Reid outcoached Sean McDermott. He, he just outcoached him. The Buffalo defensive line got worked by the Chiefs offensive line. That happened. Um, the linebackers, listen, like that was the story for two days that the, all the Bills linebackers weren't there. Um, Patrick Holmes is just the best quarterback in the league and made some excellent throws. And his wide receivers, who weren't stepping up all season, stepped up in the game. Um, and Especially guessing, Kelsey. Well, yeah, and Kelsey was wide open. The one where Kelsey got wide open, like I, I'll never I understand think, how this guy is ever unaccounted for. I think the numbers were in the uh, the last couple games of the regular season. He was averaging like thirty yards a game. In this one, what do you have? Seventy five and two touchdowns, something like that. So yeah, um, Bass misses the kick, and listen. And I know, I know, we're all going to sit here and say you can't blame it on him. He did all he could do. But listen, Josh Allen had two bad, two bad decisions on the final drive, and. I'll say I'll say this like and this Shakir Shakir was open like that that was a touchdown to be had but that was a tough throw to make especially he didn't get hit like Ro, Romo's Romo's like his his obsession with Josh Allen and Mahomes is like borderline on a creeper level at this point um, <laughs> he didn't get hit when he threw the ball but the pocket was collapsing to where he couldn't he couldn't put as much on it as he needed to to make that make that throw um, and listen he missed it he. I won't say Mahomes would do it, but you know that Tom Brady, Tom Brady in that spot, and I, I know he's the greatest of all time, so maybe it's an unfair comparison. He's he's ta- he's taking the easy completions and extending the drives and keeping things going. Josh Allen is not without fault in this game, and I'm not criticizing him and saying he played poorly. Josh Allen had the ball in his hands. It was his time. Mahomes didn't have the ball in his hands. Josh Allen had the ball in his hands, and he couldn't close the deal. He left it into the he he put the, he put it into his and again, even if Bass makes if Bass makes that kick with a minute forty nine left, do, does anybody ser- seriously sit here and think that with two timeouts left, Mahomes can't? can't yeah, win so the move? so if that happens, what do we say now? It's uh, so let's say that yeah they tie it or they go ahead. He already, Mahomes, they needed they needed fifty yards for a field goal. What I'm 50, saying is let's f- say f- let's say Mahomes pulled out a last minute win again. Are we blaming Josh again? Because I mean because he did enough right? He did enough again. No. They needed. They needed to score there. They needed. No, I'm saying. I'm saying. Hypothetically speaking, let's. No, say I never do that. That's, I, I. I disagree with you. And whenever you say that, all the time. All because right. Okay. I, well, I, I just think, want to know. Because I just think. I think it ignores. Like to ignore games where he has three. Three awful interceptions that put the defense in a bad spot. Right. And then, he, have that and then, and then he happens to score on a drive, and then the defense gives up a game-winning field goal. It's like, like no, like it's not like they, they didn't fail. Josh, Josh, Josh threw three asshole interceptions. Um, no, no, I'm not saying that though. He, but yeah, no, I know. In this, in this game, like no, I'm nobody would let that. Like the defense was the defense. The defense was banged up and wasn't good. And it's Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Josh Allen needed to score a touchdown to go up four there um, to force the Chiefs to have to score yeah. a touchdown. Had to. Which they probably would have got. He didn't get it done. And listen, they they might not score if he hits digs. They might not score. But like he he made the wrong he made the wrong decision based on on what sure. was happening. He didn't take what the defense gave him. Well, I just, yeah, exactly. He did not take what the defense gave him. And especially, I don't know what the hell he was doing on third down because he had two guys that were open on third down. And listen, and I don't know if they if they would have got past the sticks, but it would have been you would have got Bass nine more yards or at least whatever seven any any amount more yards that you would have completed. But then you would have you would have had the option to go for the Buffalo bobsled or even try to draw the Chiefs offside. So like, I I listen, Josh. 
he played great. He was my hero for, for six weeks. And for 99.5% of that game, he did exactly what I've wanted him to do the last two years. Just, dude, you, you don't need to make home run plays. You don't need to play hero ball. Like, how many how many, how many people want to talk about Brock Purdy throwing, um, throwing behind the line, the, the, the line of scrimmage? That That's what Allen was doing pretty much most of the game to cook. Brock A lot of pa- barely threw behind the line of scrimmage this game. Yeah, Purdy, no, yeah, but Allen was... Uh, Purdy threw four times behind the line, and Allen threw fifteen times behind the line. That's yeah, the, yeah, it was, and it was crazy. And, 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 you know what? And it was fine because that's what the defense was letting him have. Like, and, and Cook, Cook was getting six, seven yard chunks off some of those passes, and then he just, he, you know, he, he just, he couldn't, he couldn't help himself for those, those last two possess, those last two passes, man. I, it's a shame because I, I, I. I I don't know if they would beat the 49ers. I think they would have beat the Ravens. You really just, think so? I really want to. I want to hear Goff's comments on this. I, but, but that's just my thing. Like I, I, I know we all we all want to you know be like, ah, oh, Josh did enough this and that. It's like he didn't do enough. He had to score a score touchdown that last. I want to hear Goff's comments. Then then I'll step in. Is he gone? Is oh, that Goff would be gone. Home. That would be a. That would be absolutely insane if we lost Goff again. <laughs> he, he's gone. He's gone. Wait, it says he's still in here though. It says he's here. He didn't text uh, us. He's, I wonder how long. I'm wondering how, how much he's been trying to interrupt us. And <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is uh, absolutely absurd. Jo, give your thoughts then until the golf club. Yeah, go on, Jo. Maybe, maybe he's handling children or something right now. Maybe his kids will. So up. he just texted us GTFO. Oh my god! That's, no that's way! Amazing. Oh that's no! Amazing. <laughs> All right, go. Give your thoughts, Jo. Go. Give your thoughts. Uh, um. So, go for you back. I'm back. I back. I didn't. So I I've heard you guys the whole time. I have no idea what the hell is going on with my. Anyway, but I've, been, I've just been listening Any to Drew. So I mean, he was on a rant. All right, all right, all right Goff. What's what's your take on He's Josh back. Allen? So everybody, everybody has a take on Josh I'm Allen. Gonna, now. I'm gonna give you a couple stats, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna pour my heart and soul out to this pod. Uh, first, the stats: Kansas City only had five third downs the entire game, which is yeah. absurd. It's it's almost it's unfathomable that they only got to third down five times. That means they either scored or fumbled it out of the back of the end zone. The Bills had the ball for 78 plays and 37 minutes. The Chiefs, 47 plays in 22 minutes and 57 seconds. It wasn't close. And I agree with Drew. Like, they needed they needed seven there. They, I, I don't mind the Shakir shot into the end zone because you needed seven. So you got to take that shot if it's open. Like if he, if we saw the replay of him checking down to Diggs, and they kicked the field goal because they didn't get the Buffalo bobsled, and we see that second down replay of Shakir popping open on the skiddy post, he would have been slaughtered for that anyway. So I don't I don't mind that shot. Perhaps. But here's the bigger problem, and this is this has nothing to do with the game. This is just the big picture. Patrick Mahomes is six for six in making the AFC Championship game. That means. The other 15 teams have a 1 in 15 shot of making it because the guy is Thanos. He is inevitable. The Bills next year, th- their window might be shut. I realize, hey, you got Josh Allen, you always got a chance. Well, next year, they are $43 million over the cap at this moment. They're, they got Poyer as a free agent. Half their defense the line is a free agent. Gabe Dave uh, is a free agent. And Josh Allen's... F- Team friendly deal of fifteen million dollars this year bumps up to forty three million dollars next year. 
and now I'm having my own little midlife crisis because the Raiders are in a division with Patrick Mahomes, and I'm 38 years old. The Raiders made a Super Bowl and last won a Super Bowl in 1984. I was born in 1985. 38 years have gone by, basically half my life, and the Raiders don't have a Super Bowl. And with Patrick Mahomes in this division for the next 12 years, I'm guessing, if he plays to 40, it's going to be that much harder for me to see a Super Bowl in my life. And all of you have a Super Bowl. All of you have seen one. Congrats. I granted Teddy hasn't seen it in 25 years, but he's still got one. I, I don't have one. And I am staring down this behemoth, this fucker. There's my one for the episode. <laughs> and not only do we have to somehow get by him in the playoffs, but in the division, the odds of us having a home playoff game are that much lower. And I my heart goes out to the Buffalo fans and the Cincinnati fans and all of the other teams, the, the Chargers fans. I'm sorry, I'll rephrase that. The Chargers fan <laughs> and all the other teams that haven't you, won a wait, Super Bowl mean, or haven't that seen who, one. That lady who was also that a one lady, fan? That one the lady. Plant. All, all of those people who have to watch Patrick Mahomes <clears throat> and who haven't had their team win a Super Bowl in their lifetime because there's another 12 years of this and there's nothing we can do about it. We could hope Andy Reid retires. We could hope that Travis Kelsey retires. But it doesn't matter. Because this guy always gets it done. <laughs> and we picked we I, I picked the Ravens. We're going to get to our picks later. I picked the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl. And we're going to get to our preview later. And I'll, let you know, I'll let you know now. All the statistics I have for later. My head says the Ravens. My heart says the Ravens. My gut says the Ravens. My asshole is going to pick the Chiefs. Because I can't. Bet against said, Patrick Mahomes. He said, "My asshole." I love it. I don't. I don't. I don't really think that. That's. I don't even know how, how to take that. That statement. <laughs> sure, we're gonna. We'll let hey, that listen, fly. as as a as a team, as a fan of a team that got beat by this guy in the Super Bowl, you know, uh, you have it. You have a doubly worse division, conference. I might have to see. We might have to see this guy again in in the Super Bowl. It makes me sick. It's it like, I I. I I, the last team that beat him was the Raiders. It was the Christmas miracle, a Christmas <laughs> present for all. And if he can pull the rabbit out of his hat on this talentless offense and get it done, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna get better next year. T. Higgins, free agent. Mike Evans, free agent. They're gonna draft a receiver. This is the deepest receiver group in a long time in the draft, and he, he's just gonna get more weapons. This is the time. And he's under like, 30. He's under 30. We said, when you have a chance to cut the head off the snake, you got to cut the head off the snake. And he's, if he does it now, when is he not going to do it? It's yeah, you just know, disheartening. And you know, the worst, you, know what, you know what the worst part about it is for the Bills? There was really only one Chiefs tax play in the entire game. That, that, the, the, the 15-second delayed pass interference. Um, and then they ended, yes. up, they, they ended up holding, getting the hold there. Um, and making forcing the the Chiefs, I think that I think that was their first punt of the game, um, right after that. But I, I think that's when they uh, when uh, they fumbled out of the end zone. No, no, was... they they fumbled out of the end zone, and then um, they they You're did right. punt. No, they yeah they did punt. Uh, they did have they, one punt. Yeah, they did punt. Um, Joe, what do you got? What do you got on this? Um, my my 
thing is similar to what you said, Drew. Um, so basically the, the national media right now just wants to say, you can't blame, blame Josh for this. You can't blame Josh. He played well. Okay, fine. That's, that's fine. You can't blame Josh. But what's weird is that people are trying to give him credit as though he's a winning quarterback already. And it's like, oh, well, he played good enough to win. It's like, okay, but he didn't win. Like, he's one in five in the playoffs. So how, how are we giving, giving him credit for being a winning quarterback when he hasn't actually won? I, and – you know, it's it always goes back. Well, you can't blame him. You can't blame him. Fine, don't blame him. But you can't give him credit for winning because they didn't. Win. It's one in five. Like you, like you can't give him that type of credit yeah. when he when he no, when it's, it hasn't. No, it's the happened. same thing with Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, he's got the monkey on his back right now. I'll say this about Josh Allen though: he's 27, and it took Peyton Manning until year nine to get over the hump and win something. So I, I'm not going to sit here and say this guy's never going to win it. Now the fact that Pat, no, as, no, as Goff just I, said, if the fact that Mahomes is in the conference, well, he's not. Jay is not even talking about winning the Super Bowl. He's talking about win, winning more than one freaking playoff game. Oh yeah, yeah, just, play, yeah yes. that's what I'm saying. Yes, just, for sure. Just, just he's one in five in the playoffs. For I mean, sure. and you can say he's going up against Mahomes. Ben Roethlisberger went yep. to three Super Bowls and won two in the Brady Manning era, right? Against yeah. Brady and Manning, like it, right. it can happen. Like that's that's one thing. That's not even the history I was going to cite. Right. I'm glad I thought of that. The the history I was going to cite was that, you know, what was the score of this Bills the Bills 27-24. So they put up they put up 24 points against um the the Chiefs, right? Second best defense in the league though. And I thought you might say that. Uh-oh. Here we go. Uh-oh. Here we go. Now it's time for me to cook. And this is where Goaf is going to pop the biggest boner in the Let's history go. of the podcast. Cook. cook. I'm going to take you back to 1976 into the 1977 playoffs. The, <laughs> St- the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Steel Curtain, was coming off of back-to-back Super Bowls. Why were they called the Steel Curtain? No idea. They were one and four, and then they go on a nine-game winning streak. And in the in the final nine games of the season, they let up a total of twenty-eight points. Wow! Wow! Including five shutouts and two games. You where don't they see that up, anymore. We'll never see that again. Two games no. where they let up three points. Uh, it's just the, the, the that's unheard of. The the best defensive streak in the history of the game, and this is coming off back-to-back Super Bowls. They go into the first playoff game, the division round. They beat the Baltimore Colts, forty to fourteen. They then meet the Oakland Raiders in the conference championship. And uh, who who is that quarterback? Go Ken Stabler. Stabler. The snake. The Oakland Raiders win twenty-four to seven to go on to the Super Bowl and win their first Super Bowl. And my moral of the story is, if Ken Stabler can can hang a twenty-four spot on the greatest defense, the Steel Curtain, when they are in the midst of a historic run, then 
you got like saying Josh Allen went up against the Chiefs and 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 he put up 24 points. You know what? Go score more points. How about that? Like, like <laughs> I did he lose the game? No, but he didn't win the game. Go put up more points. Like you got. And well, he did in other games. Okay, he's one in five in the playoffs. You're allowed to score more than the other team. Like it has happened you're, before. You're allowed. <laughs> yeah, and last and last year and last year. And 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 I and I and there's no that's not quantifiable. Everything that's quantifiable, he's doing well at. Except for the wins. Yeah, so the playoff, I, the playoff again, wins. I'm not blaming him. And but three I'm of giving... the playoff losses are against one Patrick Mahomes Jr. Yeah. yeah. Again, he was, I mean, and it was was it his? I don't know if it was his rookie season or year two. I mean, he was horrendous against the Texans. His rookie year, he was really bad. Uh, he made they started making the playoffs. What in nineteen? Right. And and yeah. and again, it's not it's not that he's doing anything wrong. Other than he's, he's the other team is enough. scoring he's, more points. He's, yeah, he's not, not doing enough, enough to win. win. Ken Stabler went and hung twenty four after the Steelers let up twenty eight in the last nine games of the regular I, I season. I agree with all this. Uh, yes, I get it. Score more points. The, you just got to look at the circumstances at some of these games. A missed kick, uh, 13 seconds. I, I, I mean, get it's it, crazy. But at some, but like one in five isn't circumstances. But also, if they, but, but, it, but then again, if they miss it's the Patrick kick, if, 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 if they if they make the kick, they don't necessarily they're win still the game. Like, lose. I know like, that like, was I know they. Kick. I know they still lose. Yeah, they, we they, were they all might. I mean, listen, they, maybe they don't. They, I don't know if they do or they don't. But like, it's not like it's not like Bass's kick. Was time expiring, and they and they they win the game and beat the Chiefs. Like it's tied with a minute and forty nine against arguably the you know a, a top five quarterback of all time with two timeouts. Yeah. And we, oh, we, we all, all, we all were yeah. texting when before Bass missed that kick. When Allen missed the third down play, we said yeah. Chiefs win. Yep. And that was yeah. before wide right. Yep. That was just well, you left way too much time on the clock. Yeah. For my, Patrick yeah. Holmes, my, he's got to figure it out. My contention is that the the Josh Allen defenders are acting like there's nothing more he could do and my contention is there is more he can do he could yeah he could certainly play a little bit better and, for and sure look, yeah. I, again but. i'm not blaming him for the losses but i'm also not giving him credit for being a winning quarterback also you could have you could have seen right this now. coming like it's just that in first the middle drive right now. that first drive when they spent like took 7 minutes off the clock opening drive of the game and they got down to like the 18 yard line or whatever. And Bass had that field goal that he almost missed from like extra point range. And he, oh, he was, he sliced it just inside the right upright. You could have seen this miss coming from a mile away with pressure, a little bit colder, a little bit more wind. Like, and he sliced it just even more. It, like, you could have easily seen this coming. And I just, I feel bad. For the Buffalo Bills fans, I have one in my life. I have a buddy who's a Buffalo Bills fan, and he was just catatonic for two days. Like, just I, I, I didn't even reach out to him. I reached out to his wife to be like, "How's he doing?" Because I, he wasn't handling it well, and that whole they're cursed. The Vikings fans are cursed, and we'll we'll see if the Lions fans can get the monkey off their back of these next two weeks. But I, I just I feel bad for. Buffalo because there was no way they were winning that game once Allen missed that third down play. Womp womp. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, it sucks. I, oh, I was so close to to being the king of the king, 
king of Josh Hill Mount, or uh, Josh Allen Mount, Mountain there. If he if he could have got it done, but he didn't. So that brings us to this week. Uh, let's start with Drew. Before we do anything, can you update us on the standings of our of our little picks pool? The $5 yeah, 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 friendly? yeah, 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 yeah. So um, right now. In first place, me and the Goaf are sitting at seven points apiece. Ooh. Teddy is at six points. Uh, J.O. is at a whopping four points uh, with no no chance to win any more points because he took the Bills and the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. So, J.O., you are officially off the island. Um, Teddy, unfortunately, my man, uh, we both had the same Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. 49ers and Bills, and we both had the same Super Bowl champion. So, you are off the island, my friend. Ah, uh, what are you going to do? So, now it comes down to me and the Goaf. Goaf has a chance to get a perfect Super Bowl here. Uh, he has the Ravens and the 49ers with the, <laughs> with the Ravens winning. So, if he's able to get the Ra- – if the Ravens are able to win the Super Bowl, Goaf wins the pool. If the 49ers win the Super Bowl, D-Train takes the pool. And if the 49ers don't make the Super Bowl and the Ravens make the Super Bowl, I also win the pool. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Babe, the Ra- every- you need the Ravens to win out to win, basically. Yes. Yeah. And, so, yeah, exactly. And, if the 49 yeah, yeah, the- sorry, yeah. If the 49ers lose, then I'm out. And so. most importantly, when this all started, I just promised that Teddy wouldn't win. <laughs> and that happens. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Teddy uh Teddy went wrong. Let's see, real quick. Well, I, I took the Browns. I took the Browns to go to the conference title. If I took That's the what Raiders, it was, yeah, cuz you didn't yeah, have Yeah, right there uh, with you guys. Yeah, you didn't have cuz then I think if the yeah, if you would have had if you would have had the Ravens, you would be a point ahead of me and then I, I couldn't know. I wouldn't have a I wouldn't have a shot here to uh to beat I you. Screwed, so we screwed, screwed myself with the Joe Flacco. Yeah, exactly. And uh yeah, yeah, that's where um that's where, and then me and the Goaf basically just flipped the uh, the Bucks and um, Bucks, the, Buc- uh, the Bucks Eagles. and the Lions. Oh, that's right. You picked yeah. the Rams and I picked I picked the Eagles. So that's yes. every, we're we're right there uh, um, the rest of the way. So so it'll be uh, yeah, it'll come down to the wire. Uh, we may have some fun some fun games here at the end of this podcast for some people to get their some a little bit of their money back. But that's Ooh. that's a surprise. Uh, Let's talk. Let's do NFC first. Uh, let's do Niners. Well, can, um, I, can I can I do my uh, tr- my? Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go. I, I thought it was just for the NFC Championship game, but go ahead. Teddy's, no, this Teddy's is... got fun fun facts with Teddy Rapantis, baby. Fun facts. This is conference championship fun facts. Yes. Okay, so here we go. Teams that play on Saturday in the divisional round are 19 and nine in the conference title game over the last 13 years. So that's the Ravens and the Niners for anyone wondering. At least one team that played on Saturday in the divisional round has won at least one of the conference title games in 17 of the last 19 years. So that means either one of the Niners or Ravens should win based on history here. In eight of the last 10 years, the home team has won both the NFC and the AFC title game. So that's 80%. Either Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes has started a conference championship game in the last 13 seasons. Mahomes, and now here I'll sprinkle hold on, in some Hold on, hold on, hold on. Little, little yes. trivia time. Go Who ahead. were the last two quarterbacks to face off in that game where Mahomes and Brady were not there? Oh, uh, so that would have been... Was that Ben and Flacco? Or Ben and Sanchez? 
It was Ben Roethlisberger and Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. Good Boom. job, Drew. Ben Boom. And Sanchez. Yeah. Mahomes. Because because Sanchez made Tom his bitch that one night in Foxborough. <laughs> Remember Mahomes? that game they won by they won they they they, they were up like twenty eight to seven. It was ridiculous. Yeah, they blew. You had out, uh, was, who were the two wide the two jerk off wide receivers that were like doing backflips and shit? I love those two guys. The guy from the Steelers, the one like the one dude from the Steelers, San Antonio um, Holmes. San Antonio Holmes and um, the guy for the other guy on the Jets who like, fuck, Br- Braylon Edwards. Braylon Edwards. There you go. Yeah, those dudes were like they were doing like backflips and shit like all over Foxborough. It was like if the you best. need, yeah, if you need useless trivia facts, yeah, I'm your guy. I if was in you uh, me... I was in Randazzo's Pizzeria watching yeah. that and just going fucking crazy. Um, yeah, if you need like, me to remember, I was, I was like, man, Tom's really Tom's tight tight right now. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Can sorry, I, Ted, can, I con- can I continue? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go All right. Ahead. Mahomes versus Lamar is the third matchup between – this is under the assumption that Lamar is going to be the MVP this year. So, the last – this is the third matchup between the last two MVP quarterbacks. Can you guys name the other two times it happened in NFL history that the back-to-back MVP quarterbacks played in the playoffs? Um. Oh. One um, one is literally something we just talked about. Manning Brady, obviously. No, no, Bra- Brady. Oh. He got Brady and the guy that's Mahomes. playing this week. Yes, Brady, Brady Mahomes. Mahomes. Okay. And then the last time, I'll give you a hint. Uh, ninth, mid nineties, classic would battle. It, would it be Favre versus Aikman? You got Brett Favre. I was saying L- young, young, Favre. young and Favre. Ding young ding. And Favre, yeah, young, young and Favre. Oh man. Yeah. Jared Goff versus Brock Purdy, number one pick versus the last overall pick. First time that's ever happened in NFL playoff history. That's awesome. Yeah. Lamar Jackson has won four straight starts by 14-plus points. Pat Mahomes has lost only – Pat Mahomes has only lost by 14-plus points four times in his career. Uh, last time a rushing champion made a Super Bowl was 2005. Can anyone name that running back? Seth, what was your question again? The last time the rushing champion, the the running back, the rushing champ made a Super Bowl was oh, Sean 2000. Got it. Oh, and he got, he got he got he got cheated out of a Super Bowl. But go I ahead. was gonna say Jamal Lewis. Okay, now who are the only rushing champions to win a Super Bowl? There's only two of them. Terrell Davis. But got and it. Emmitt Smith. Got it. Emmitt Smith yeah. and Terrell Davis. Emmitt Smith three times and yeah, Terrell Davis. What he was? Oh, I didn't realize. I didn't realize he was the all three all three years he was the Russian champion. I thought um, what was the <clears> running back on Buffalo? I thought he was the uh, he had the one year. Thurman, Thurman Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, I thought Thurman Thomas had the one. But okay. Fair Mahomes enough. is the first quarterback in playoff history to win five straight starts against all quarterbacks that were under the age of twenty eight. His last five playoff wins beat quarterbacks under the age of twenty eight, which is pretty wild. So yeah. he's got he as as Gove said, he's got this thing on lock. Uh, Mahomes has not turned it over. Or been sacked in three straight playoff games. That's a wild stat. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Or been f- sacked. Wait, who? Yeah. His la- M- Pat Mahomes' last three playoff games has not turned it over and has not been sacked. Wait, well, that's, what, that's, what that's, game that's, was it when he was injured with his ankle and he was like that was that was that was that was twenty twenty. Well, that was the no, that was the he got hurt in the the Jacksonville, Jacksonville. game. So in the bank, the game against who, – who was his last – what was it? So it was the, the Super Bowl, yeah. When they yeah, played, he was not yeah, sacked they, against the Eagles, yeah, and he hasn't been sacked. Yeah, when they sabotaged the field. Right. So the, yeah. Anyway. Lamar Jackson is the first quarterback to lead his team in rush yards during the regular season and start a conference title game. Uh, Brock Purdy is 5-0 and against the entire NFC playoff field this year. If the Niners win, 
That w- this weekend, that would be a clean sweep of all the playoff teams. Who's the only other quarterback? Well, no, it's been done before, but this has not been done since who in 1984? Jaworski? No. No. Stabler. No, uh, the Raiders. 1984, it was what team, what quarterback swept the entire playoff field? Want me to give it to you? Plunkett. It's on the same, it's on the same team Brock Purdy plays for. Oh, Montana. Montana. Joe Montana. There it is. Nice. Iowa tight ends. George Kittle leads all tight ends in receiving yards this season, and his fellow Iowa tight end, Sam Laporta, leads all tight ends in touchdown touchdowns this year. So that's an interesting one. Uh, Chiefs can become the third team to make four Super Bowls in five years. Who are the only other two teams to do that? Buffalo. Yes. And the, and the f- one that we – yeah, there's only, and four Super Bowls in five years. Drew should know this one. Uh, I don't. I, I'm not even commenting on this. I don't. Okay. Wanna, I don't want right. to go down a rabbit hole. All right, I'm the sure 14 it's... to 18 Patriots, Patriots who are a dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go this rabbit hole here. All right, Brock Purdy can be Sigh. the lowest, lowest drafted quarterback to ever start a Super Bowl. There's been two undrafted quarterbacks to start a Super Bowl. Name them. Trent Dilfer. No. Doug Williams. Nope. So- you know what's over there? Jeff I'm, not, I'm not going down the rabbit hole. I'm not doing it. Wait, what are you talking about? Well, like, why would why why would that start that stat start in 14? They didn't make the they didn't they didn't make the Super Bowl in 14. Did yeah, they? They, they won they won the Super Bowl that year against the uh, the, the Seahawks. Wasn't that was that for oh, that was for okay my bad yeah. my bad my bad push aside, we're, we're push on to the next question Drew. Push push undrafted quarterback. Anyway, who are the two undrafted QBs to start a Super Bowl? Jeff Hostetler. No, it's more wow. recent. More recent. Within the last 25 years. Brad Johnson. No. Greatest show on turf. Oh, Kurt Warner, obviously. And then, yeah. and then the other one, uh, probably a little more obscure, but he was Brady beat him. I'll, Is say it, that. I'll, just, I'll just say Brady beat him. Jake DeLome? Jake DeLome. So Warner and DeLome, besides Brock Purdy. If Brock Purdy gets there, would be the third. Well, he'd be the lowest drafted quarterback. You know, got technically, it. Warner and Delum. And then the last one I got here, Brock Purdy is the fifth quarterback in NFL history to win a playoff game in each of his first two seasons. Can you guys name the other four four guys? Ben Roethlisberger. Boom, that's one. That's what I was going to say. Um, three, of them are, three of them are good names. The, the fourth one's a, a laugher. But we've, we've mentioned uh, a couple of them tonight already. So you got Big Ben. They won in their rookie season, and then they also won one in their second season. Is what correct. you're saying? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. John Elway. No. It's it's all recent guys. Lamar uh, Jackson. No. Can you? What's the question again? I dozed off. Mark Sanchez. Give yes, me a but yes, oh. Jordan got the laugher. Mark Sanchez is on the list. Big Ben Sanchez. There's two more. What's the Qu- question? Uh, Real quick. Say quarterbacks to win playoff games in their first two seasons. So big to ben, win playoff games? Well, I mean, it hurts. Really? No, no, no. First season, he he lost his first year. Him, man. Twenty. Oh, oh, both in both years. My, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your rookie year and your second year. So I'll give you the other two: Joe Flacco, and then uh, Russell Wilson. Mm. So there we go. My my factoids are done. I liked factoid trivia time. Not gonna lie. I, you know what? I request Glad you one of those. For, I request one of those for next week for the Super Bowl. You got it. Just for you, golf. We'll do it. Thank you. I love it. I love it. All right, Drew. Back to you. Back to me. All right. <laughs> while we're while we're playing, folks. So we're gonna start. We're gonna start in the NFC Conference Championship. We got the the Lions are going to San Francisco. To Teddy's point, we've got 
the number one overall pick against the last pick in the draft. Let's put, name that quarterback. Shout it out if you know. Yards on the season, 4280. Touchdowns on the season, 31. Interceptions on the season, 11. Who's that quarterback? Are we talking about this year? Yeah. Big Cock Brock. Big Cock Brock. The BCB. Name that quarterback. 4,500, 75 yards, 30 tutties, 12 interceptions. Jared I'm Goff. Guess, I'm guessing it has to be Jared Goff. There it is. Ah, see, this is, this is a fun <laughs> game, right? It's a fun game. So, Goff, it's actually pretty interesting because I, I actually thought would have thought that Purdy um, had way better numbers than Goff did. Um, just from, yeah, and not that that matters, the stats there, those stats there, but I was actually surprised that they were pretty similar um, between those two guys. Uh, and another, and I'll, and Ted, I'll let you cook since it's your squad and you guys can get into it. Uh, Lions, Lions starting center, Frank, um, Ragnow. Frank Ragnow, Ragnow and their left guard, Jonah Jackson have yet to practice this week. And then the, the Lions are starting to prepare as if they're not going to have Jackson on Sunday, which means both right. might actually get a sack. Uh yeah, good question. They haven't gotten any sacks lately. It's kind of kind of ridiculous. I'd say their defensive line, their vaunted Hargraves, Bosa, and yeah. Chase Young, are, are they are they gonna show up anytime? Here's soon? here's all here. here's this is my only thing for the game, um, because I I just still just can't believe the Niners aren't gonna just fucking uh, just put their dominance uh, stamp on 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 it this time, um. I think the Niners win. Uh, I think Shanahan learns from him his mistake last week and gets um, gets CMC way more involved in the offense. Well, regardless, and Debo, well, this is whether Debo plays or not. I don't. If, if Debo plays, it, it, it might be even easier. Practice um, limited today. He did practice. practice. I, I think he's going to play. Um, he'll he'll probably give it a go. They'll shoot him up with cortisone. The only yeah. the only the only thing that gives me gives me pause to say maybe the Lions have a shot here is that Aaron Jones absolutely shredded the Niners defense last week. Mm-hmm. And Gibbs is just so effing explosive. Montgomery just beat you down. Can those two can the can the Lions just control the clock with those two guys? Um and then cash in with, with Sun God and and Laporta and again put put the Niners in a spot where they gotta go they got five minutes to go down and score a touchdown again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that that to me. That's the only path I see, because I, I don't think the defensive line is good enough to to rattle Purdy or put pressure on Purdy like that. That obviously would be a way to win, but I just realistically with that personnel, I don't see it. It's I. It has to be the run game. Gibbs. It's got to be Gibbs and Mont- Montgomery just Montgomery. Again, controlling the clock, big explosive plays, and then cashing in on the cashing in in the red zone with with Laporta and and Sun God. So. You guys hack it up here on uh, on this one. So uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, we're gonna say go. I was gonna say Teddy. Do you want the uh, do you want the last word on this one, or do you want to lead it off? Uh, yeah, go ahead. What, what do you got? So I'm gonna I'm gonna just give some stats. Jordan asked for some before about the Lions' yeah. emerging defense. Go for it. Uh, since week 13, Detroit's defense ranked 23rd. San Francisco's defense ranked 26th. Uh, in success rate for defense. So success rate is basically uh, on first down, if a play gains 40, uh, 40% of the yards to go, so four yards. If on second down, they get at least 60% of the yards to get the first down. And on third and fourth down, if they get the first down, 
that's a successful play for the offense. And if the defense stops that, that's a successful play for the defense. So for success rate, Detroit in the last six weeks is ranked 15th. San Francisco is ranked 22nd. I think the only way Detroit wins this game, remember we talked about Houston before and that blitz and going all out, it's got to be gash or be gashed. It's got to be a thing where a high-variance game, you put a ton of pressure on Purdy, and if you get burned, you get burned. Big deal. Your offense comes back and scores. It's got to be a shootout. But with that high-variance game, if you get them once, if you get a big sack, you get a fumble, you get an interception, that's that's how the Lions could win this game. And their defense is doing a little better. So you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. The headline, Monday morning, in all of the newspapers, the Lions sleep tonight. San Francisco's going <laughs> to roll here. I love that. As a Lion King fan, I love that. I mean, I, I I hate it if they lose, but that's a great headline. Or Ace Ventura fan, your choice. Yes, that that too. Uh, no, those are good stats because you're absolutely right. The Niners' defense um, has ranked, I think, in the bottom eight of the league. Uh, as far as running backs coming out of the backfield, I think I have this stat somewhere here in my notes. Running backs coming out of the backfield this season, they're somewhere in the bottom eight. They've allowed, I think – 90 catches and 625 yards and Gibbs profiles as a player that uh could dominate out of the backfield so might catch a ball or two yeah yeah might might catch a couple of balls here and there but uh no g- great stats uh definitely something to look at uh Brock Purdy and Jared Goff both these guys in their second NFC title game in their career Jared Goff in his last five against the Niners 0-5 uh, this is the Lions' first title game appearance since 1991. Last time they won a road game in San Fran. Just talking a road game, not even playoffs, nothing. Like 1975. No, ni- no, road game, 1975. Uh, the last, the 49ers. Uh, no, no, the last time they won a road playoff game, yes, in San Fran, 1957. That's the year they won the championship, I think. Yeah. So it's been a long time that since they won in San Francisco. They've lost, also lost 11 straight road playoff games. That's encapsulated in all that, too. Uh, Brock Purdy, some other stats. I, I know you threw some out here, Drew. Uh, he averages 29.2 point, points. I mean, the Niners averaged 29.2 points per game with Brock as their quarterback. He led the NFL in yards per attempt, yards per completion. Uh, his total QBR, he was the first in the league. How about this one that I just found? So downfield passes, and downfield passes to define that, meaning 10 more or more air yards, 62.7 completion percentage, first in the league, 14.9 pass yards per attempt, first in the league, 19 touchdowns, third. Passer rating, first, 130.3. So he leads the league in a lot of these top categories. Uh Defensively for the Lions, you just laid it out, Goff. Um, they need to figure out, I think, how to stop this pass. They've been really good against the run this year. They've allowed, they haven't allowed anybody to rush for over 70 yards. Are they going to be the team that finally stops Christian McCaffrey? I, I don't know because McCaffrey has ran for 70 or more yards 12 times this year, right? So something's got to give. As that uh, in your house promo said, Drew, right? Something's got to give. Something's um, got to give. Right. So the. the this is why I think nobody really runs on the Lions. They allow 247.9 pass yards per game, six worse than the NFL. 
So that doesn't bode well when you're going up against a team the likes of the 49ers with all these offensive weapons. Uh, yes, McCaffrey, I think, will get involved in the run game way more than he did last week. But I could see more more uh, passes out of the backfield for him. Those behind the scrim- uh, line of scrimmage passes that P- Purdy likes to throw out there to McCaffrey, I could see that happening. Stafford put up 367 on this defense. Baker put up 349. Uh, Brock's definitely heard all the noise this week, I'm going to say. And he's going to probably try, try to want to silence some doubters. So I could see them putting up big numbers through the air in this one. Uh, and if the Lions, if the Niners do go off against this Lions defense, ca- can the Lions keep up? Go pointed out how they how they could do it. Uh, they certainly the Lions also have the weapons to do it. Sun God, Laporta, Montgomery, Gibbs. So, 49ers though overall, the, their defense has surrendered the third fewest points in the league this season. They gave up the eighth fewest yards, but these last few games and in the playoffs, they've shown to be a little vulnerable. So. Uh, Gibbs and Montgomery, they would take the pressure off Goff big time because Goff, how about his numbers? How about this one? In a dome at home, his cl- completion percentage is 70%. Outdoors, drops all the way down to 63%. Uh, 276.6 yards per game at home in a dome. Outdoors, drops down to 255. He also averages one pick per game when he's playing outdoors. So if the Niners can somehow get pressure, like we just said, the vaunted D-line that hasn't gotten any sacks here in the last couple games, if Bosa can get in there, if Chase Young can get in there, if Eric Armstead, Kinlaw can get in there and get golf off his mark, force him into a mistake here or there, sack him a couple times, that's where the key is going to be for that Niners defense. Some, and sack, wh- some sack fumbles, baby. Yeah. That, look, sack lunch. Yeah, Lions got to get the Niners on their heels. They got to they gotta really exploit this run game just like Aaron Jones did. Uh, you know, he was getting like five, six yards a pop, it seemed like, when he was running the ball. Yeah. So they really got get, to gotta get the run game going. When Goff has a clean pocket, he's a completely different quarterback from what, than when he's being pressured. His c- completion percentage drops from 76% in a clean pocket to, to about 50% when he's pressured. So those are going to be the keys for the, for the Lions. Can they get the run game going? Can they get Gibbs out in space to score some, score some points? And the Niners, I think, are, are just going to stick to their game plan here. Uh, McCaffrey early. Play action, Kittle, Debo. Debo, look, we know he's the catalyst to, to the offense. They're, they're not that good. They're 0-2 when he doesn't play. But uh, I think now that they were able to go through a whole game and win a game without him, uh, they have the confidence that even if he's in there as a decoy or in a limited role, uh, you know, I, I think he's going to be playing somewhere in this game. And uh, obviously, overall, I think it's going to come down which quarterback makes less mistakes. You know, the, the Lions are 4-4 four and four when Goff throws at least one interception. The Niners are two and four when Purdy throws an interception. So, which quarterback is going to make the mistake? Um, I don't think there's any rain in the forecast this weekend. I hope not, because that, that seems to be Brock's oh. kryptonite. I hope not. But uh, look, of course, I'm going to take the, the Niners here. I think they also have the coaching edge. Kyle Shanahan, I think, is just a better coach than than Dan Campbell. Although Campbell has been has shown that he's a risk taker. You know, he's a, he's a good in game adjuster, and you know. This, the Lions seem to be playing with house money at this point, right? So I could see them taking a couple risks, some crazy gadget plays. Who the hell knows what's going to happen in this one? But at the end of the day, I like the Niners' weapons better. Uh, they're on a mission. Give me the 49ers. It may be a surprising high-scoring game, but I think they get the job done. Yeah, 
maybe maybe Campbell sends CJ out there to uh, take a take a cheap shot on Debo's shoulder early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, let's do it. CJ was talking smack to uh, Ayuk this week, right? Or to, to Debo? C- it was First Debo. of all, CJ was also talking smack to uh, what Baker last week with Baker. the like, you know, he he got interception and he was like, yeah. I, I guess Baker was like, do you even watch tape? Do you even like look at the scouting? And CJ was like, uh, after the interception, guess I looked at the scouting. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't pick off a good read. <laughs> it was a tipped ball that went twenty feet in the air that fell into his arms. Do you Do you guys believe that if the Niners get going here offensively, can the Lions keep up? Like, if this no. gets to like fourteen a fourteen point lead, will the it's, defense just be playing tough and, and making it difficult for God? Yeah, I, I don't because I just think that, and especially if they're. Um, if they're going to be down a couple of linemen, I, I think golf, I, I've noticed it a couple of games where like golf just gets happy feet. Like you don't even actually have to like hit him to start getting him rattled. Like if the pocket starts to just close even a little bit, he, he, he starts to get, you know, he, he's, he's like friggin' uh, um, what do you call it? Um, Kevin Bacon and footloose. He's, he's kicking those heels up, man. Um, so I, I, I don't, again, it's gotta be, it's got to be. It's got to be. A, they they have to. They, they have to be within striking distance and be able to to run the ball and feel like they they can yeah. afford to to run. I I was gonna, I was gonna say they, they got to jump out early. Like that's. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Lions are coming from behind. I think the Lions have to get out early, get a big lead, and then a lot of those Aaron Jones runs last week. I'm willing to bet that uh, Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Lions and probably future Washington head coach. I bet he looked at all of those runs, and he he's gonna dial up a couple of those mm-hmm. outside little quick toss plays because the the Niners looked bad on those last. Chase week. Young was getting blocked by Christian Watson for God's sake. He the, those pin pull plays where yeah. the the quick little crack back and they got the tackle out there. Like Chase Young can't get eaten up by. Yeah, you tell me Sam Laporta can't was. can't do that. Yeah, you can tell me Laporta. I mean Josh Reynolds can. Leia, yeah. good block. Amon Ra's not afraid to block. Like, other than Jamison Williams, there's not one lion that I don't think would sacrifice their body. Because they've got grit. Hey, hey, have you watched all those uh, old videos of Dan Campbell at like Lions training camp? And yeah, those are all from hard. Those are all from yeah. Those are all from hard knocks, man. That, yeah, that, that's when I fell those, in love with this team. Right everyone, there. but everyone was making fun of him. Like, oh, really? You believe this? You think the Lions are gonna be right. champions one day? And all the things he's saying, like he manifested that stuff out of his team. It aged so, well for him. God, it'd be so it'd be so awesome if they won. It, no, if I was not a Niners no fan, look, no, most of America, so awesome. yeah, hey, most, co- listen, I, I, as a Niners fan, I understand that all of America is rooting for the Detroit Lions because they're a great underdog story. If I wasn't a, a Niners fan, I I love these guys. I love Dan Campbell. They're such a feel good story. It's been so long. Unfortunately. Niners are going to have to end it for them Sunday. I mean, that's what I hope. But uh, it, I know that m- the most of the country is pulling for the Detroit Lions here. Jordan? So many words. So many words have been said. Words. <laughs> Loud Let's words. Let's go. go to the next game. We're, we're almost at an hour. Well, who's, who's your pick? Who's your pick? Who are you picking? <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. Just go to the next game. It doesn't matter who he's picking. Um, so... Then we got. This is actually going to be the first game, so I don't. I, I, I you, I'm not not used to seeing Mahomes uh, playing playing in the early game. He's the curtain. He's the curtain jerker. Yeah, even though I guess it's true. Yeah, they do. Uh, they do uh, flip it each year. I didn't realize. I didn't realize yeah. that. Um, listen, that's a new position at the Jibber Hut. The curtain jerker. <laughs> the curtain jerker. <laughs> listen, throw 
throw all the stats out the window. Throw the analysis out the window. I don't care what what these guys' PERs are. They're yaks. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't care. I don't care about the you know trajectory of the football. I I don't care about it. I don't care about their 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 uh, their four or five speeds or whatever the hell it is. Their vertical jumps. This game comes down to one question: Can Lamar Jackson go a mano a mano with Patrick Mahomes? Because Listen, usually the Ravens clear cut have the better defense to the point where they're going to they're going to make plays and they're going to, you know, even if the offense is sluggish, they're going to make things happen. This Chiefs defense this year is it might not be as good as Baltimore. I don't know what Baltimore's overall defensive rank is. Is it worse number than the Chiefs? One. No, they're number 1. They're number 1, right? At the for some Chiefs, reason, Chiefs are 2. Ravens Chiefs one, are two. Chiefs two. Yeah. Chiefs are 2. So, it it's going to come to and I it's going to come down as to which one of these quarterbacks is going to just say, I'm winning this game, I'm making the plays, I'm getting the touchdowns. Do you think Lamar Jackson, and we know Patrick Mahomes can do it. We've seen him do it. Have we, 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 we haven't seen Lamar Jackson yet go and put that ball in the air when, the run, when his run game gets taken away by a defensive scheme. Like, we haven't seen that. Like, I guess I know what they did against the Texans, but again, they still, um, I still think the defense had a lot, a lot more to do with that in the way they were running the football. It's not going to be this week. It's can he do it? What are we? I'm going to start. I love Chiefs are going back. Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, to me, uh, it comes down to which you, you were just saying it. Which defense is going to play better? So the, these are two of the best in the league. That the top two, Ravens gave up the fewest points this year, 16 and a half per game. Also led the league in sacks, 60. The crazy thing, the Chiefs are right ranked right behind them in both of those categories. So, basically, which quarterback is going to step up in their toughest challenge to date? And how do you game plan to stop either of these guys? I, I feel bad for the defensive coordinators. But Ravens' best chance, get pressure on Mahomes. When he's been sacked, he's been sacked zero times in the playoffs so far. I mentioned that before. But if you, if you can't get to him, he's going to pick you apart and he's going to burn you. In the four games that Mahomes was sacked at least three times, Chiefs were one and three. Ravens should be able to get to Mahomes, considering they were the sack leaders this year. So something's got to give again. Something's got to give. Ravens had ten players record at least three sacks this year. Three of them recorded at least nine. And and the difference with this team is normally you have a it's a one man show like a like a Miles Garrett or a T.J. Watt. There's multiple guys on this defense that can get to the quarterback. So that's going to be the key for them. If the Ravens can get to Mahomes, get him off his mark. They'll have some success, even with the way that they've flipped the script here offensively these last couple games. Uh, I still think that the Ravens defensively give them the edge. I'm taking, I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens. I, be I believe in Lamar to make a play, and I believe in the defense to, to come up big against Mahomes. Go if we already know what your asshole thinks, but what are you going so, to put on the record? So Baltimore, first in points allowed uh, for defense, first in yards per play allowed. Uh, they are f uh, second in red zone touchdowns allowed. They are seventh in third down percentage allowed. On offense, they are sixth in yards per game. On offense, they are first in rush yards per game. They are fourth in points per game. Every sign points to the Ravens, and Monday morning's headline is going to be, quoth the Ravens, nevermore. <laughs> Love Chiefs it. are going to win. 
JL? Uh, I, I, I almost said four for four, but I, I, I agree with Goff and Drew. I mean, your, all your analysis says Ravens, but I just can't pick against Mahomes. I'm just plus you got to figure the script writers want Taylor Swift in there somehow, and uh, and Jason Jason Kelsey shirtless, right? They want him somewhere. They want him. And I'm just going to throw this out there. How about this for some analysis? If the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, they somehow have to get Taylor Swift as a, like, cameo in a halftime show. I'm just saying. Take that for data. And if Detroit makes it, they got to get Eminem. Yeah, Eminem versus Taylor Swift. Who's doing the – Usher. 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 Oh, it would be easy to get – Yeah. To get Tay-Tay in there. Yeah. yeah, I just yeah. I mean, you just can't bet against Mahomes at this point. So unless you're Ted, who like Ted, like uh, well, Ted's not Ted's good. Um, uh, no, look, I I 100. percent Who would you rather play? <sighs> I knew you were gonna ask me that question because honestly, <laughs> bo- both of these defense will will give Brock Purdy nightmares. I think uh, the Ravens whipped our asses on Christmas night, and I could see more of the same. I think I'm gonna be honest with you. You'd rather think, play the Chiefs. I think I'd rather play the Chiefs. I think they have a better chance against that defense because the Ravens just seem like I, a, a, a unit right now. If if I stopped. if I was a Niners fan, I'd rather play the Ravens because of that game. I feel I like you so. have you have more tape. That's fair, and and you yeah. can you can make you can make more adjustments. So really quickly, uh, storylines if for the four potential matchups: Detroit versus Kansas City rematch of the first game of the season. You open and end the season mm-hmm. with the bookmarks of the Lions and Chiefs. And Eminem versus if, Taylor Swift. If and Eminem versus Taylor Swift. If it's Detroit Baltimore, that is America's pick. Snooze fest. The Lions are America's team, and no one wants to see Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl getting ninety five percent of the. Uh, mid-snap uh, camera shots. Do you guys think that would be a blowout that game? The Ravens would just roll over them? I don't no. know. No. I mean, uh, if, really? if, listen. If the, you think if Jared the, Goff, if the, if the Jared Lions, Goff against the Ravens defense the, is going to light it up? What do you mean? Jared, Jared, if, to do that, Jared Goff's going to have to light up the 49ers defense. Yep. Okay. All right. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like, I, if, if, if Jared Goff could go in there and beat the 49ers in uh, – I don't know. I feel like if it's Niners, if it's Ravens, Lions, I feel like it's going to be like a Seahawks, uh, Broncos type Super Bowl, man. <sighs> Maybe, man. I, if I it's if it's Niners, KC, it's a rematch of the Super Bowl from what three years ago? Tw- no, and 2019, five years ago. Four years, yeah. four years. Five. I go, God, five years ago. And if it's San Francisco, Baltimore, it's a rematch of the Har Bowl from like what? And seven, Christmas eight years Day, ago. yeah, a lot of connections. And and, tw- and ten years ago, Niners, yeah. Ravens, ten years ago, yeah. So like you got. A lot so of storylines. A lot if of storyline potentials. I still stand on it. If those lights don't go out, the Niners run away with that game. Niners were getting smoked. Nah. Until the lights went out. They needed nah. the lights to go nah. out to get back nah, in you're it. Mis- you're misremembering. You've got PTSD from that game, too. <laughs> nah, okay. <laughs> All right. Drew, All right, you, real, uh, you, yeah, real special. fun. So we're going to – we usually do a two-minute drill here on, uh, on, on the go for two. But uh, we're not going to put a clock on this, but – what fa- a, a, a favorite phrase of ours on uh, on this podcast umbrella is a decade of dominance. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna play a fun game between the three of you guys, and the winner, the whoever gets the most points, is gonna get to save two dollars on the bracket challenge, <laughs> okay. if you choose to accept. So sure. we're gonna start. We're gonna start with the AFC. Okay, 
All right. The last 10 years, name that conference championship quarterback. Okay. So the right. of of uh, you gonna name the conference the the team. So that, 20, 20 thir- uh, 14 till now, or what? What year are you? The starting game winning, the winning conference champion quarterback. The last okay. ten AFC, the last so the last ten AFC champion quarterbacks. I'm gonna give the year, and then you shout out the answer. Whoever gets it quickest. Yeah. How, how are we? Uh, you okay, just shout them out once you once you got it. You shout it out. I'm gonna you're gonna get awarded the point. All right. All right. You ready? Yes. Is Jordan ready? Mark, Sure. I J.O. may or may not care. On your mark, get set, go. 2013. Brady. Mm. Oh, uh, oh, wait, 20, 2013 AFC? 2013 AFC is... Jake Plummer. Denver, uh, no, it's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. Yeah. I go if you also, by the way, that whole time Teddy was fucking around, you could have just like if you could have just went back and said. Oh, I, I didn't know I was allowed to keep guessing. <laughs> Whoever gets the answer first, Peyton Manning. Oh, I I knew oh, that's it. me, Brady, right? This... Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Brady. Brady. All right, let's go. Twenty fifteen. Manning. Uh, Manning. Jo got it. Twenty sixteen. Brady. Brady. Twenty seventeen. Brady. Brady. Twenty eighteen. Brady. Brady. I, I feel like you guys are tying at the same time here, J.O. And Gove's <laughs> just left. Did we lose Gove again? Because he's not talking at all. No, no it's all, t- we're, all, we're all saying it. At the 2019. Same Mahomes. Mahomes. 2020. Mahomes. 2021. Burrow. 2022. Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to add up the tally. tally how did, how did you pick who said it first? I, it was very clear. I could. I could, it was very the distinct. The fact that I Drew pick. said he couldn't hear me is concerning because I was Definitely like no. I heard you. I heard you go. I was, I was, I think I was, based on based on based on based, based on my unbiased opinion. Teddy, oh. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven points. Jo, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six points. Go. I have you at four, but if you were saying, I'm gonna give you five. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an extra one if I'm you were say, saying. I, I think I got all those Brady's quickly, but go so on. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. Fine. I'm gonna give you. Gotta, you gotta. You gotta enunciate. Enunciate. All right. So I, I, what do I get? A dollar off. Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I like this. We're gonna do a dollar, but we've got another decade of dominance. We're gonna go to the <laughs> NFC, but okay. now because the, we don't have, as Jo pointed out, the just the um, the the rare air of quarterbacks that was the AFC, which including Ben Roethlisberger, who I guess Ben Roethlisberger wasn't included in any of those because it's a decade of dominance, and who hasn't <laughs> won a playoff game in over ten years. Boop, boop. We all know that answer. You're going to give me the team, the NFC champion, starting back from 2013 in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 2013. It, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going team, not quarterback for the NFC. All right. Seahawks. The Seahawks. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give Goff and Teddy each a point. J.O., you did say Russell Wilson, but that's not the game. <laughs> We're gonna, this is, the NFC is the team. Just when you think. <laughs> You know the answers. He changes the questions. <laughs> 2014. Seahawks. 2015. Panthers. Panthers, Panthers yeah. J.O. got that first. 2016. Falcons. Falcons. 2017. Eagles. Eagles. 2018. Rams. Ma- Rams. 2019. Niners. Bucks. Niners. Oh, Niners. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> J.O. is whooping your asses. <laughs> I, I think 2020. I'm Bucks. 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 2021. Rams. Rams. 2022. Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> Joe, Joe killed that round. Yeah. I feel like Joe, he at least enunciated louder than everybody after, yeah. he, after he said Russell Wilson. 
So I JO, like JO, I feel like JO just Googled the list of teams. One, yeah. two, three. That was four, off the top five. of the Guys, right I here. had pro football reference up from my 1977 stats. Like, I, uh, all I had to do was, and my uh, phone's been in front of me the whole time. You guys he didn't do that. He's lying. JO had eight. Teddy had four. Goff had four. All right. Jo, so 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 Teddy Teddy gets a dollar off, and Jo gets a dollar off. I 100 percent cheated. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, 100. You're such a liar. All you right, all right. Do you understand what the per- percentages when what what 100 means? I I don't I I'm just. All right. How about how about Hold on. You, we have to name the starting yeah, quarterback? I gotta I gotta well, I gotta come up with a tiebreaker here for you and Goff because you both Qu- tied there. Quarterbacks. <sighs> I, I mean, you know the teams already. I mean, pick, yeah, no, pick, pick, a, pick, a, pick a random year that you didn't just name. Yeah. Then I got to look it up. Uh, <laughs> we will name, we will name just, a quarterback. Can we just end the podcast? Yeah, let's We're end the podcast. We're 52. Let's, uh, let's end. No co- wait, no coach talk? No coach talk? No. Nah, okay. we'll save that. Okay. We'll save it. Sorry, we went, we went, we went long in our analysis. I'm sorry. I, I got, I got oh, grouchy. Got song ready. I just, get the song ready. Hold on. Per, per. <laughs> Tell you're not supposed to say that out loud. You're supposed to I just know, do it. Know, you're supposed to do that, do that, do that. You're supposed to do that silently. It's behind the scenes, man. Gonna, the gonna, scenes. They're gonna they're gonna think this is some like half-ass production. We're we gotta we gotta pull up songs on. Hey, on if this our is phones. a podcast for production, this ain't the right podcast. It's the pot of the everyman. They know. Oh, so uh, just absolutely so so so. All right, so, so who won the twenty third the twenty thirteen Super Bowl MVP? Oh, uh, uh, Dexter uh, Do- Wilson. Uh, Malcolm, Malcolm Smith. Smith. Uh, all right, Gove saves a dollar. He got it first. Yes! <laughs> I think we said it. Kenny, Kenny, just throwing out like nine, nine, wow. uh, nine names. I think with the delay, uh, no, nah, it's good. We all, so we all Smith got it. Who went to the Raiders the next year. No, wait, 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 wait. Who's Ma- what team's Malcolm Smith on? He was, he on, was the on the Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All and right. he went to the Raiders. I'm the thinking next Malcolm year. Brown. I'm thinking Malcolm Brown, right? In uh, 2015. I said Dexter Smith, Malcolm. I said. No, Dexter. I knew it was Malcolm Smith. Yeah. 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 All right. All right, boys. Big kisses. Good talk. See you out there. Any given Sunday, you're either going to win or you're going to lose. You wish you had my prom night. Get him in now because next week, no more.